0: Brittany,
1: and this is the Film Cafeteria, and yes. today we are talking about frost horror, winter scares, yes, terrifying movies that take place in. Well, some of them aren't really actually all that terrifying, but like
0: a little bit. I mean, because it's about the the situation you're in, yeah, during the cold, yeah, during the ice, yeah. during the snow, yeah. and then also what's happening like around the coldness, like yeah. your frostbite,
2: yeah. <laughs> freezing to death yeah
0: plus all these other crazy situations that's going on around you as you're having to also battle like the climate Mm -hmm. so i think it's it's pretty scary i
1: I think that like all of them have um at least an element of horror to them but some of them i think fall more into the camp of like adventure movies or survival movies and then some are just traditional like horror horror
0: but i mean you're right but i do also feel like the ones that are more, like, survival or, yeah. like, adventure ones are also very scary yeah. because of the the situations that the
1: cold put you in. Absolutely. And each of these movies, for the most part, is a movie that will, to some degree or another, stress you out. Yeah, it will stress you over- out cold things <laughs> yes um speaking of things one movie that we are not going to cover because it's been covered to death but it is one of my all-time favorite movies is the thing okay and if you're talking about frost Horror, that yet yeah, that is the best yeah. one yeah i mean yeah the thing and then the original thing from the other world yeah th- those are the two best ones yeah. but like <laughs> we're, we're gonna hit some other ones that are yeah. in my opinion you know also amazing
0: yeah and they're more like those are the ones you can actually watch because they're more current. Yeah. And you can actually see So if you want a kind of like a, a resurgence or a renewal of something that's yeah. like more like today and mm-hmm. it still gives you the thing kind of perspective, yeah. Then you can come and watch these kinds yep. of films. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And like, um, also, I'm, I, you know, it's like, I, I did not like. Did you ever see the remake of The Thing? Or it, it wasn't really a remake. It was. It was a remake slash reboot slash prequel.
0: Yeah, and I did. I only saw it once, but I, I didn't care that,
1: for it. That movie was awful yeah. to Yeah. I know some people really, really championed that movie. I, I saw it. I
0: remember it. I just didn't like it. So I was like, um. Yeah. I,
1: and that was one of those ones that was like this didn't need to happen. Yeah,
0: it didn't need to happen. <laughs> the other movie
1: that didn't need to happen is the first one that we're going to talk about today. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can leave with that one because I did not see this one. I did not no. really watch it, but I know that like you decided to go ahead and take a little, yeah, a, a gander. Yeah, you gander.
1: decided to take a gander. I did decide to take a gander. <laughs> uh, so, the first movie we're going to talk about is Blood Glacier. It's a 2013 movie. Um, it was also released as The Station, it's an Austrian movie, directed by Marvin Kern and uh, written by Benjamin Hessler. Came out in 2013. Uh... This was not a good movie. <laughs> so the the my initial <laughs> is what you said. my initial thing with this one, now I know some people really, really like this movie, and I will say, if you are somebody who just likes special effects, it, like if you like monster movies with really good special effects that are just goopy, yeah. then and your enjoyment does not involve needing at least a halfway decent story. Yeah you're going to enjoy this movie. That's why I feel it's still worth covering. Got you. There is definitely an audience for this movie, uh, and and those people will enjoy this movie. I'm just not part of that audience. Yeah. And my original (laughs) thing with this movie was I was like, I'm going to watch it, and... If I get through the first two thirds and go, this is really really cool. Yeah, I was gonna stop it and then come back to you and be like, we need to watch this one all the way through, and then I could have experienced the last twenty minutes with you fresh, God having food. never seen it before. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that did not happen. Specifically because this was just an awful movie. Like yeah. th- this was one of those movies that was like, I was like actively agitated yeah. by just. How irritating everything about it is. Yeah. Uh it, it is very much a rip off of the thing, which I don't really care. If you do it well, then I'm all for it. I yeah. Mean, we just saw a movie
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: not too long ago that was a rip off of Alien mm-hmm. and also had strong elements of the thing with underwater. Yeah. And I really love that movie. Yes. I think that movie's fantastic. I do too. If you do it well, I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> I would even argue that the, the movie that Tarantino did that I like the most is
0: mm-hmm.
1: a ripoff of the thing with, um, uh, mm-hmm. Like that's a complete and total ripoff of the thing in its own unique way, but yeah. it's done well. So yeah. I, I, I'm into it.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: was not done well. No. This was just kind of a... An upsetting situation. but um
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. That one wasn't really what.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will say, though, that, like I said, like, if you're somebody who you just want to see really good, spe- because the special effects in this movie are yeah. very good. Yeah. And they are very goopy. Yeah. And there is a lot of, like, gross out stuff. And I will say that if I saw this movie when I was probably, like, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. And first getting into hmm and kind of the the you know horror movies that were more effects centric. Yeah, I would have really enjoyed this film okay. at that time. Mm-hmm. Watching it now, I was just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this one. This yeah. is this is kind of painful, actually.
0: I mean, just the trailer too. I mean, at first, you know how like the first time we saw the trailer, we were like, oh, maybe. Yeah. And then we tried to watch it again because we were like, wait a minute, we weren't sure. Like, is this really? And then we saw the trailer the second time, and then off the trailer, I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. I can't. I can't
1: do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I just couldn't. Like, I couldn't even bring myself to even try.
1: I was yeah. like, yeah, no. It, it wasn't, uh, yeah, I don't know. It definitely was not a a film that was at its uh, <laughs> best, yes. is I think the
0: best way to put it. Yeah, it wasn't at its best, man. <laughs>
1: um, another movie that definitely has an audience, yes. but I was also not a member of that audience either. Yes is uh another and i guess that's one thing i will say about blood glacier is that one thing that was interesting with it that i felt that they could have done a little bit more with Mm -hmm. that they the way that they handled it was very odd to me but like um there is definitely an element in that of it being kind of about climate change
0: oh okay
2: and
1: it being you know there being very much a um an element of like ecological disaster yeah. you know, like yeah. in, in, involved in the film. Yeah, That's also the case with our next film, which is The Last Winter. Yeah. A movie released in 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2007 was actually the big release for it. Um, directed by Larry Fassenden, written by Larry Fassenden and Robert Lever. It also stars uh, Ron Perlman, James LaGrosse, Connie mm-hmm. Britton, Zach Guilford. Kevin Corrigan is in there. Um, this was... Uh, uh, you did watch this one, was Yes, me. I did see this one. And,
0: I, I mean, I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan. You know, they had all the people in it and I really, genuinely thought because of the cast that it was going to be a lot better than what it was because yeah. of the cast. But unfortunately, it it didn't really do much for me, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting because I got excited about this movie mm-hmm. because Larry Fassenden had done another film called Wendigo which is also kind of a wintry Mm -hmm. horror movie. I wish we had watched that one instead of this one.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Wendigo is actually a pretty good movie, Mm -hmm. but I think that part of what makes it good is that there is a charm to its almost amateurish nature. Okay. There is like this element of, you know, it does feel like everybody is there on a shoestring and they're just there because the story is really cool yeah and what they're trying to accomplish is really cool okay and you just kind of you know how sometimes you can see a movie that's very low budget and Mm -hmm. you can tell that they don't have two pennies to rub together yeah but the passion is just so extreme that you end up really really loving the movie because of just how passionate everybody was in making it yeah that was definitely the case with wendigo yeah the last winter is a situation where that same filmmaker got a lot of money. Yeah, and in my opinion, he he did use it well, but he didn't really actually go above that amateur, yeah. nature of yeah. what he had done, you know, previously. Yeah, and I you like, I wanted to like the movie a lot more than I actually did. <sighs> yeah. I will say that it was very worth it for. Um, There's a sequence where the plane crashes into the the. Um, the outpost that they're in. Yeah, that part I thought was very well done. <laughs> oh, and like no. the, the whole but news. That's,
0: that, that's the part.
1: Yeah, it's like that, that. That part was like so intense and yeah. so well done. That was suddenly like really into yeah. the movie. I was like, I was worth it for that. But yeah. past that, I just was not. No. Too taken no,
0: with that one. Me either. I have to say it so. Yeah. I don't have much to say on that one. Yeah, these are the ones we're gonna go by pretty fast because, like, you just don't have much to say if you don't if you didn't like it,
1: you just didn't like it. Yeah, so
0: you don't have much to say about it, you know. And some you can rant on, but this one's just like, eh, I'm yeah, good. yeah. And
1: this one was, it, you know, again, it's a movie that you know I think what it talks about in terms of, you know, like an environmental disaster mm-hmm. and everything else, and uh, the, mm-hmm. the kind of ecological message that's in there, I thought was very interesting and very yeah. cool. I also just don't think that the movie as a whole was like very well executed. But um, I know this movie also has its its loyal fans. And I I think this is definitely a movie that is worth checking out just to see if it's something that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. I myself was not one of its core audience members. Yeah, not at all. (laughs) So our next movie is an interesting one is 2010's Frozen. Yeah. We're not talking about the animated
0: movie.
1: No. No, no. We are talking about the movie directed by Adam Green and written by Adam Green and starring um, Sean Ashmore, Kevin Zegers, Emma Bell, and Riley Vanderbilt. Yeah. Um, This was a movie that when it came out and I saw it, I thought this was just... Awesome. Yeah. How did you feel about it? I did too. It?
0: When when I well re-watching it, I was just like, um yeah. it changed a little bit. It did. But but I do remember that when it first came out in 2010 and I watched it, I, I thought it was such an awesome movie. Yeah. I loved it. And then when I watched it over recently, I was like, okay, it's lost its uh like charm a little bit because then you start seeing all the like I don't know, the kind of errors in it and you start to see everything in it, and then yeah. you kinda of like, okay, now but when it first came out, I actually really enjoyed this film. And it's still, even this time around, I mean, it still wasn't too bad for me. Yeah. So I could still... It's still one of the movies that I, I have to say that I could I could stand. Yeah. You know, like, the first one we talked about, I it was just like, ugh. Like, that yeah. one was more cringy. Like, I couldn't really stay with it.
1: Yeah. But this
0: one, I could at least stay with
1: it. Yeah, like, okay, so... Some, it, 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 it's funny because you said that, it, you know, it's like it kind of changed going back to it. Yeah. And I totally agree. I agree in the sense that I have changed a lot since yeah, I first saw it. Yeah, and maybe that's it. what it is. And it's just
0: you changed. So yeah.
1: Like... So it's like when we were watching it this time, <laughs> the first time that I saw it, I didn't really think too much about how illogical most of the decision making is.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. This time thinking about it, <laughs> all that I could think about was I was like, why, why didn't we... Just tried the climb the first time. Like, why? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Also, why are these wolves so ravenous? Like, what's yeah. going on here? For the now, there's a movie that we're going to talk about later in mm-hmm. which they're ravenous wolves. Oh, now yeah. that movie makes sense. Yeah. This one, I was just like, I don't, I don't get it. Why are yeah. they this level of ravenous? Yeah, and not like, only this that, is but like, just kind of odd.
0: Yeah. Some of the like you said, some of the decisions that the characters yeah. actually made that just put their lives in more danger and kind of was more crazy. Yeah. I don't understand because, like, for ke- for instance, <laughs> Kevin Zegger's character...
2: Yeah.
0: Um, ...in the beginning. Yeah. Um, His name was Dan Walker in the
1: movie. And... <laughs> I don't remember any of their names. I'm just, I just I just remember them dying. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Dan actually made the decision after they were... Because, you know, it's a film about them being stuck yeah. on the snow, the snow lift kind of like how you say, kind of
1: they're, they're on a ski lift, A ski resort. They're at a ski resort, and the whole deal is that they get on the ski lift. They they barter yes. with the guy who's trying to clear everybody off of the ski lift. Yes, to go, go on down one to, more time, so they can do one more ride down the mountain. It, what's really funny is that you realize once they're halfway up there that they're trying to do one more ride down the kitty slope. Yeah, because. Uh, what's her name's character? Yeah, was not actually a very good skier. Yeah, what? Uh, like, yeah, and
0: he brought his girlfriend, and I'm I'm assuming like I don't know, like maybe they just thought she. I don't know. It seemed like uh, what's his name? Sean Ashmore's character. Yeah, Joe. It sound, It seemed like he was a little like he didn't like Dan's girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, and they kind of had this little clothes off kind of thing. Yeah.
2: Because
0: he thought it was only gonna be the two of them. And then when he brought her along, it kind of ruined their, I guess, bro vacation. Yeah. And so, like, I guess they wasted a lot of time. Yeah. And so they decided, okay, let's go down one more. They barter with the ski lift uh guy that was ones in charge of like turning off the ski, how yeah. you say the the belt that takes yep. you to the um to the top of the mountain. And he turns it off because he he pays them. Uh, Dan pays him, and then they they get to go up to the mountain. But in the middle of it, it stops because they switch shifts. Like yep. the guy was like, literally, he the uh, the ski guy. See, I can't even finish it. The ski guy that they pay off, you know, goes to the bathroom, and so he gets one of his coworkers to like take over. Yeah, and he's basically he doesn't explain to him that he's let like three people yep. stay going up on the on the rides to the mountain. Yeah. So, because he doesn't let him know, he covers his shift. And before you know it, he, the other guy stops the belt. Yep. And, and they can no longer move. So, they're literally stuck in between the mountains.
1: Yeah. And so, they're stuck on the ski lift about, what, like 12 feet up. <laughs> yeah, and,
0: like, like basically like halfway in between.
1: Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because they're like halfway up the mountain about 12 feet. In, yeah. Suspended about 12 feet in the air. Yeah. And the ski resort has just closed until... Monday.
0: Further notice. Remember because there was a storm coming. Oh, so yeah, it was right. further yeah. notice. It so, wasn't even Monday. It was to further notice yeah. because of, uh, you remember that's what made them uh close it so quickly yeah. because it was a storm coming. Yeah. They closed it down for the storm. So it wasn't yeah. even till Monday. It was like till further notice.
1: Yeah. And that was uh um and after that they just make a series of terrible mis- terrible, terrible
0: mistakes. Then Kevin Seeger's character
1: yeah
0: um jumps off of the ski li- ski lift like 12 like you said like yeah. way high in the air and breaks both of his legs but before he even does before he even does that the crazy thing is the wolves had already started surrounding them yeah so you see these ravenous pack of wolves yeah. and then you still decide to jump down on from a ski lift that you knew was too high up that you are yeah. going to break it, legs and you're going to get stuck and get eaten by the wolves in Yeah,
1: head. like, the other really crazy one to me is when there was the, the guy who was down there clearing the snow. Yeah. In the the snowcat. Yeah. And I was just like, if I'm going to jump and break something, yeah, I'm going to jump, jump on top to of that. Okay, yeah. Like, the thing that there's a person who can help me inside of. Yep. I'm not going to just jump down to these, like, unreasonably ravenous ravenous wolves I'm like first of all like there is a whole other story going on with how insane these wolves are because they they were like they were monsters they were not just wolves and so I'm just like okay so first of all there's some kind of horrible story going on with them that we never even touch on in the movie (laughs) but there has to be something else going on like there's like some kind of evil in those woods that we're just never going to talk about because why would we yeah But then, like, we make the terrible decision of just jumping 12 feet. Yep. And then after a series of very bad monologues, we then decide, (laughs) oh, we could just climb. Yep. And just scale the rope back. Now, it is going to tear through my gloves. Yeah,
0: because that was, like, that kind of rope you can't
1: stick to, like. Yeah, I also would really, really like to ask a ski resort expert, How fast would that this line tear through my gloves if I had to climb? Yeah, because
0: it did it pretty fast with uh Sean Ashmore's character. The moment he started yeah, like the moment he started going across, it ripped it. But you know, because they also have those little tiny little almost like briars or thorns in it that you can't really tell are there because of the way the rope is twisted. It looks smooth, but when you touch it, it's a little rough. Yeah and I think that's why it was breaking. I just didn't realize it would do it so quickly. Yeah, that,
1: that was my whole thing. It's like I understand at a certain point on the trip doing it, but it was pretty much like, as soon as he touched it, it was like, he was like going on razor wire. Yeah, that was just it, like,
0: it looked like, I mean, from the way yeah. it was cutting I was like, did they use razor that, wire? That was
1: my whole thing. <laughs> I was like, there's no, like th- this is unsafe period. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't need to be on here at all. Like eventually this is just going to cut through the metal. apparently yeah. Cause it can cut through everything. Oh,
0: and let's talk about the illogical thing about the weight. Yeah. Because there were three people on this ski lift, right? It can fit up to three people. Yeah. But yet it was starting to break down, which I don't know how. Yeah. Because you build it so that it's sustainable. Yeah. And all of a sudden there's only three people on this entire ski lift and this cart and all the things are starting to like. Yeah. What? That didn't make sense.
1: If I were to go to a ski resort and ask somebody who worked there, like, okay, if I get stuck up there. And I decide I'm gonna climb back. How long until the thing tore through my gloves? If he said mm, pretty much instantly, I'd be like, mm, "This is bad." Yeah. And then if he then said, "But you can't do that anyway because the second that you hang on that rope, is gonna rupture the balance of everything and your your cart is gonna topple off." I'm I'm not getting on that list. No,
0: because it's not I'm safe. I mean, you didn't even build it. Like, yeah, and yeah. And you know what's so crazy too? The crazier thing about it is that they had the um, ladder almost attached yeah. to the poles, which means that at some point you can like – you could you should be yeah, for, able to be able to scale the ropes yeah, and climb down from there I, if you get stuck because those are our emergency backups, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's then like, why was the rope tearing like and breaking? That's what the
1: rescue team would have to use to get, to get up get to you. you. So I'm just like if they told me like, yeah, we put those there for like – because at a certain point I felt like they would say at this particular lodge in this movie – oh yeah, we only put those there just because of regulation. Like, we can't actually use them. I'm just like, what kind of half-assed ski resort is this? Yeah. I don't want to get on any of your stuff. Yeah.
2: That's
1: that's scarier than the movie. Is is. The, the sheer lack of sensible safety. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. I was like,
0: that's what people use. You got these ladder steps right here attached to the pole, yeah. so people can go up and down on in case of an emergency. Yeah. But the moment he starts scaling the rope, the the whole cart, the balance of the carts, like he was too heavy on his own. Are you kidding me? The 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 chairs themselves that fit the people aren't in them. Cost a whole, like they weigh a ton. Yep. And you mean to tell me just because this hundred and like fifty pound guy gets on it, it tears down the whole entire structure? That's why I was like <laughs> <laughs> I That's don't know. Pound guy. <laughs> I mean he was, he was yeah. like 150 pounds yeah, and then was. he all of a sudden he destroys the yeah, entire yeah. structure. That makes no sense.
1: No, it didn't. It, it was it was very illogical and very stupid. And I was just like, What how, how is this happening? Like I am more terrified of the facility. Also, like just from, like, a practical standpoint, I'm surprised that there is not a, a person that actually has to go and make sure that nobody is still on one of these, yeah. like, a, a last-round check.
0: I mean, you're supposed to, aren't you, anyway? Just that, in case somebody do get stuck up in the Because people know those things happen. Yeah,
1: it's like, I mean, I haven't owned a ski resort in years. But... How <laughs> <laughs> about ever? <laughs> but, I would think that you would have somebody whose last job was would just be to jump on a snowmobile. Yeah. And just take a really fast...
0: Yeah, and you got to look up because those so yeah. are where all the
1: ski lifts are and, up and above so you. I, I would think that there would be somebody who their job is just to quickly zip out, make sure nobody's there, and then zip back in. Yeah. And that they would also have evacuated a lot faster with an impending storm. Yeah. Not like, oh man, there's a storm coming, but like... Yeah, I guess you can go up there. You're kind of pretty. Yeah, cool. Yeah, like no, that's no. just that was just dumb. That's like, why I said.
0: So that's the only thing is that being stuck in that situation is very horrific. Yeah, it
1: is. That is. Te- yeah. that's
0: like that's yeah. terrible. That's horrifying. Yeah. But like with that being said, the movie logic itself was yeah, all it, over the place, and that's what yeah. the lackluster was this time around.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Because the first time that I did see that movie, I was like, whoa. And then seeing it this yeah. time, I was like, "This is just the, no. Yeah, it makes like, no, like no sense." It, it definitely lets me know how old I've gotten because I'm sitting yep. there the entire time just thinking about safety and yeah, I'm yep. just, and, and protocol. Me I'm too. thinking about background protocol yep. the entire time, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, okay, you, you all all deserve to die, so go ahead." But like yeah. past that, <laughs> uh, and, and as characters, of course, yeah. yeah. But I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just like, all of you deserve to die anyway, so just go ahead, yeah. and I'll enjoy watching you die. And but like <laughs> on top of that. Like I'm more concerned now about how the the, the, the ski lodge is being run. Like I, know. I, I really think that it's they against need to be regulations. Shut yeah, there's a lot of regulation issues.
0: They're against regulations. <laughs> like, and that's the only thing I could think of. Like when I was done watching it, yeah, I was like, they were totally against all regulations. Yeah, yeah, no, they had to be because I was like, what all uh, this happened and went so wrong when these things should have been like, um. Kind of like stabilizing yeah. things that help you to like survive in that environment. Yeah. Like it was literally being your, it was your downfall. Yeah. So it was like, why can't a 150 pound man scale the ropes? Yeah and he's bringing down the entire structure but you got all these cars that weigh a ton on on that yeah. belt like it makes no sense that an extra hundred with no one else on it by the way yep no one is yep. sitting in, in the ski yeah, no, no one's on it everything else is
1: empty everything's empty and, and you're the only one on there and somehow you bring down the entire structure doing what <laughs> potentially would have to happen in an extreme emergency situation yep just ruptured so imagine if that thing was full of people yeah everybody would die yeah
0: everybody would die because everybody would fall because that one person would have brought down the whole entire structure and would have took you know of course unbalanced this which is weird that's why i was like that is weird so that's a weird one i have to say that was
1: a little a little odd to me now i will say that one thing that i did realize is that with the title being what it is of course this was you know not intentional in any way yeah but I have to imagine that there is going to that there is at least a few kids, that there are at least a few kids out there who wanted to watch the Disney movie and accidentally put this one on.
0: <laughs> and they were like, "What?"
1: And got introduced to the for, for the first time to like a horror movie, yeah, like a a, yeah. a violent, scary horror movie. Yeah. And if you're a little kid, this is still a very. scary... I mean, honestly, it's not just if you're a little kid. I'm pretty sure if you're a, a a ski i mean part of i think my frustration with this is the fact that i'm not a skier
0: yeah so i don't
1: i don't actually know for all i know i could go to a ski resort somebody can end up telling me actually that's pretty realistic yeah and, and that then, it
0: can happen and then
1: that will ensure that i never ski yeah but like and that's what i mean there's still a little horrifying <laughs> part to it yeah. that's why i said even,
0: even with all these situations some yeah. of them are a little like eh, there's still horrifying parts of this because for all like you said for all, you know yeah we could go to a ski resort and, as you know, someone can tell us, no, that is
1: actual, like, that's Yeah, that's, fat- like, based. the most accurate Ac- yeah. portrayal I've ever seen yes. of an emergency yes. situation. Now, if somebody were to say that, I would be like, okay, so <laughs> there is evil in these woods because <laughs> those dogs are not okay. Those wolves are not okay. That's one. And number two, I'm not getting on any of your little ski buckets. Yeah. So like, no, I'm just, uh, I yeah. value my life and too And like much. you
0: said, I think... Kevin Zeggers, Dan Walker. Yeah. I think he jumped at like the wrong time. He did. Because he threw the skis at the snowcat. Yeah. But because the storm was so high and the wind was blowing so loud, you can hear a little wood piece. That could have been a branch off a tree.
1: Exactly. And I was just sitting there, when when he did that, I was like, so we're going to throw our body off later. No, throw your body body onto the the snowcat. Because I'm just like... (laughs) If there's a potential that you're gonna get mangled <laughs> anyway by these evil dogs, yeah. I would rather get mangled by the wheels of the snowcat, snowcat. falling on top yeah. of it and then get saved immediately. And think about after. it how
0: heavy you are. Yeah. So your whole body hitting into the snow cat, that would have really got the man's attention. Oh, yeah. And he would have got out the snow cat, looked up, looked down, yep. seen what hit the snowcat. Moves over. Boom. But instead, he throws his ski.
2: Yeah. One the, of him, one, 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 one of, one one of, of his, his ski sits.
0: And it literally sounds like a branch hit the snow cat. Yeah. Which you're in the middle of the woods, you're on a mountain with nothing but trees. Yep. And you didn't think he would, and you thought that would get his attention. Yep. So that was the only weird thing about yeah,
1: that. Yeah, that kind of infuriated me a little bit. <laughs> but like, I do think to continue the tradition of kids mixing this up, there yeah. needs to be a Frozen 2. Oh my God. But I think Frozen 2, I think you should get uh, Paul Lieberstein. Uh, Toby from The Office no. as like a, a, a safety regulations guy who goes there to shut that place
0: down, oh, no. and I think
1: that should be a secret. Like, it's just like him. the
0: new like newsroom,
1: yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like he just, newsroom. He just comes and he's like, "No, you're not up to code," no. <laughs> and that's the whole movie. That's a movie I would love to see. You're such a... Well, of course,
0: talking about all the flaws of this film. Yeah, if. It had worked out the way we were talking about, then there wouldn't have been a film.
1: No, no, not at all. So that's why I say, yeah. at
0: the end of the day, we're
1: complaining. And, but yeah, and like you know, it's one of those things where it's like you you hope that the the reality is that it is just it, it, <laughs> it is just terrifyingly accurate. Yeah, and, you're, you and know, that
0: makes it more scary. It
1: does, and, but it's like uh I don't feel like that was terrifyingly accurate. No, Again, I, don't. I it's been years since I've owned a ski lodge, <laughs> but like. I don't feel like that was terrifyingly accurate.
0: <laughs> I don't think it was either.
1: I, I do feel like that was like a like an Armageddon situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like the famous story Ben Affleck asked him, like, well, why wouldn't we just teach astronauts how to drill for oil rather than yeah, no, yeah. And, and Michael Bay just kind of looked at him and was like, do you like getting paid? You know, it's like <laughs> like you can't like, question Yeah, it's like I kind of feel like this might have been a similar situation. Yeah, like,
0: don't but. question my logic. Yeah,
1: like, if one of the actors kind of looked at, like, Adam Green and was just like, would, would the, would our weight really actually do it? He'd probably be like, do you like getting paid? Because <laughs> if so, then you need to stop.
0: <laughs> so that's unfortunate. <laughs> so, yes, this is our third movie that we've talked about that was really the ones we liked the least so yeah. this is what we've started with we've yeah. started with the ones we've liked the least we have yeah um i say the horrifying part is that still you don't want to be in a situation yeah. like that yeah. whether it's that realistic yeah. or not you just wouldn't want to be stuck at a ski lift i think yeah. that is the most scariest part is that there's a storm that's happening and i'm stuck on top of it. On top of the ski lift.
1: Yeah, and I I will also say too, this movie has a, like its its fans and its fan base and it, you know people that love watching this movie every single year. Yeah, and I totally understand because. A, a favorite movie of mine that's on this list that's a little bit later down is a movie that a lot of people hate. Okay. But I really, really love it. Yeah. And so, like, I totally understand. And yeah. And I will say when I first saw this movie, I really enjoyed it. You enjoyed, it. enjoyed it because you
0: know why? You were, you were actually fascinated and in awe yeah. of someone making something so, that could be so horrific to you in real life. This yeah. wasn't any, like, ghost or, no. this was, like, no. real life yeah. terror stories. Yeah. Like, I, that's my fear to yeah. go to a ski lift and just get stuck. And yeah, it just gets stuck. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I did a yeah. snowstorm or something. Snow yeah. And then, to add to my, like, to my, like, just, just traumatizing experience yeah. is that now there's where wolves. having yeah. So even if I try to get down, I'm going to get eaten after I get down. Yep. So either way, I die. Yep. So I can either freeze yep. on the ski lift and die, or I can jump down, yep. either break my legs, or even if I'm safe with my legs, I'm still going to end up getting eaten by wolves. Yep. So that is that, and that's horrific for any person's real life situation. Yeah,
1: it is. It is, and I, I will say I do definitely still recommend this movie because, as, yeah. as much as it might frustrate me, there's somebody you, I think first viewing a lot of times it, you can actually end up kind of really enjoying something. I a think lot you more. can, yeah.
0: but then if you watch it again, that's when like that fourth wall breaks. Yeah, you the can, logic of it kind yeah, of breaks. You can a start bit.
1: picking it apart a little bit. on... Yeah. on I think especially like. Um, This is a fantastic movie if you're, especially I think if you're a little bit younger Mm -hmm. and you're seeing it because like, I think that's one of the other things too, is that, you know, that you notice sometimes the horror movies that deal with people at certain ages yeah is that you can find yourself aging out of the emotional logic of some of the characters too. And I think that that was kind of my big issue was that I I really aged out the emotional logic of the characters. Me too. And so for me, a lot of the things that they're dealing with are things that I just simply don't care about. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, oh, well, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, throw yourself to these wolves, please, yeah, just please, go ahead. just get get rid of, get, just, just, go. <laughs> just go, go, please. Yeah. I want to watch you eaten.
0: <laughs> yes. So I and I agree. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. But don't let us to yeah <laughs> don't let the two of us like stop you from no, like watching no, I, I, we did our own rant just because yeah we loved it at first and then when we saw it again these many years later we yeah. realized how illogical this was yeah but it's still a great movie i say to watch for the first time yeah it is like just erase the things from your mind yeah just go purely <laughs> <laughs> just go purely off of yeah. what you're seeing and what that experience could be like for you and yeah. put yourself in that position on like a dark, cold and kind of yeah. rainy day, and I promise you it will still be like okay. Yeah. I think it'll be still a pretty decent movie if yeah. you're not overthinking it like we we are doing now. Yeah.
1: I, I yeah. That yeah. is a good way to put it. <laughs> um our next one mm-hmm. is a movie that you actually kinda really liked. Yes. I wasn't really too hot on. But you didn't I, like, yeah. Yeah. So our next movie is Centigrade. Yes. It's a movie release. Uh, it uh, came out in 2020, uh, directed by Brendan Walsh, uh, written by Dally Nixon and Brendan Walsh was story by Dally Nixon. And it's a very small cast. So it stars Genesis Rodriguez, uh, uh, Genesis Rodriguez and Vincent Piazza. Mm hmm. Um, I was not very hot on this movie, but I, I I noticed you responding a lot to it. Yeah, it was and decent. Then, yeah, you kind it of it was decent.
0: It wasn't like it was like super amazing, but it was decent to me. Yeah, because I had never saw a movie that captured that essence of someone being stuck in a st- like a snowstorm yeah. inside their car. Yeah, so... and like they had to find ways to like survive. Like they had snacks, remember? Because they were yeah. traveling, so... and they had to split up peanuts and like different snacks, <laughs> yeah. and they had to like. Yeah. spread it out over days not only this but this was even like the biggest thing that was more crazy is that the woman yes
1: yeah, so the main character was pregnant Yeah, so i was gonna say really quick because this one as much as i was not a huge fan of this it is actually worth reading the synopsis on this one yeah so uh the story is about an american man and his pregnant wife who become trapped in their car when a storm buries them underneath layers of snow and ice in norway as supplies dwindles and temperatures plunge, the couple the couple must battle the elements and hypothermia in a desperate fight for survival. Yes, the concept of this is really, really, really yeah. good. It, it and it is based on something that really happened. We were reading about it. Yeah. Like, afterwards, where there was a guy in Norway who mm-hmm. really did get snowed out yep. in his car mm-hmm. and survived in there for, like, months yep. or something. Yeah. Like, it was really it crazy. It was, like,
0: for a month or something yeah. like that. They didn't find him.
1: Yep. And he was he survived by getting his window cracked just enough to actually get clumps of snow and ice and eat them. Yeah. So he just survived off of eating the very thing that trapped him. Yes.
0: Man, that's, I mean, that's survivor skills, right?
1: And, you know, like, one of the things is, so maybe the, I will say what my issue is with this movie, and then we can kind of move past it. (laughs) My issue with this movie is that this is one of the rare cases where the real story is actually the movie I wanted to see. Okay,
0: it's more interesting than what they made.
1: I wanted to see the movie where it's just this guy stuck. Yeah. And snowbound. Yeah. That, to me, is the movie I really want to see. Now, that also comes with a price because you have to be very confident as a filmmaker to be able to sustain that story with that one actor. Yes, and the actor has to be phenomenal. Yeah, in that tiny claustrophobic little space. And knowing that they're not going to be speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's essentially going to be a movie in which you're going to watch process. Yeah,
0: kind of. But you remember, they already kind of did a film like that. And I don't remember how well it
1: did. Which one? Do you uh barry oh the ryan reynolds yeah. one yeah i have a lot of issues with that movie but in concept i, I think yeah. it's interesting and, okay and part of what would happen okay. that barry had was of course he had the phone yeah he had a way of interacting yeah and so like there was this way of bringing in other voices yeah to truly have it but without
0: but he didn't stay on the phone the whole time so no. it was just kind of like yeah. Without that, your phone would soon die. Yeah. So you can't stay on the phone. Yeah. And then like he had no one that he could share in that horrific like event with. So it's like most times we just heard yeah. grunts and him ah, yeah. trying to scratch yeah. his and find his way out. So I think it would have been a lot of the the same concept if they would have done it over. So it's just no.
1: Yeah, I I, I think there, that's a good point. I think like one of the things that would have made this. Maybe very interesting. Was it very similar to Centigrade? Yeah. It, it, uh, the bulk of the movie would just be about process. And yeah. so you really just kind of, as an audience, you have <laughs> to kind of like, kind of reattune your brain to what yeah. we're used to seeing. Because yeah. Because it would be a very slow film. Yeah. And it would be a film in which you really are just watching somebody. Yeah. Try to figure out how to survive without having a Wilson.
0: Yeah. You're right. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. there's
1: no volleyball that they're talking yeah. to through the whole movie. Yeah. It's just this person trying to, so you're trying to figure out how they're going to do yeah. it with them. Yeah. To make that dramatic, you have to have a lot of confidence as a filmmaker yeah. and a lot of confidence as an actor. Yeah. And that's hard to come by. Yeah. That's to carry to that whole. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, you're, you're, there's a lot of work that's going to go into that. Yeah. That's going to be very, very hard. Yeah. And so what they didn't said was <laughs> they took a lot of standard Hollywood tropes and just kind of yeah. threw them all in there and yeah. said, like, now we have something that'll keep you engaged yeah. for ninety minutes. Yes, I found myself very irritated with the these two characters, in particular, unfortunately, Genesis Rodriguez. I mean, <laughs> like, yes, I mean, like, the,
0: and I have to admit that too as yeah. well. I, I, you know, you find them a little frustrating. Yeah, because it's like the from the moment they get snowed like snowbound and they're stuck in their car and they're snowed in. Like, I don't know. You can. But I guess this is that was the point, right? Like, you could see their walls breaking down, that they were already a couple that maybe was not happy in the point of time, in the time that they were in for their lives at that moment. Yeah. You can tell that they weren't as happy because remember, like, the moment they got stuck, like, she was like, I didn't even want to have this kid, I didn't even want the baby. They started to discuss, like, what was going on in their lives. and, And I think part of that was her being like, I just started my career, yep. you know, I'm supposed to be traveling, doing my book signing, and doing all this stuff, and and literally, now I have a kid that I have to take care of when I, like, my career is blossoming, yep. so I think part of that was a lot of, um, how you say, just unsatisfaction, and yeah. like, just, I don't think sometimes, like, and I'm not trying to say this to be mm-hmm. funny. I really genuinely mean this. Sometimes I think men don't always understand what that is yeah. like for a woman because it's yeah. since we're the ones that have to carry a child yep. for nine months of our lives. And then we are the main, how you say, the nurturer. So we're the yeah. main one that's always making sure the kid is okay. Yeah. That takes a big portion of our life away from everything else that yeah. we may have dreamed or had plans to do. Yep. And I think like sometimes... You know, men can just come and go as they please, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, more than women can. We can, but what kind of mother would we be? Yeah. So it's yeah. it just seems like it it's it's more acceptable, even though I don't think no one is acceptable for no one. I think it just looks it look, it's, it's looked upon like it's more acceptable for men to be more away from his family more often than a woman. Yeah. So for her, I think she was battling with that in her mind yeah. from the moment they got snowed in because now I'm stuck. I have no choice but to fixate, fixate like on all these things that like is, that is making me have anxiety in life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: think that's what I think I was drawn to more and why I think I like, I thought it was interesting because I was like, she has no, she has no, like, she has nothing to do but to like come to terms with everything that she's probably been thinking about in the last, like ever since she got pregnant.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she has not voiced it to him.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: It's just going on in your mind because, you know, the moment you start to voice those insecurities or those uncertainties, uh, sometimes people can make you feel bad. Like all of a sudden, like you're a bad mom because you don't feel like you wanted to be a mom at that moment. Yeah. And I think like you kind of hold a lot of those insecurities in because yeah. you don't want anybody to know like how like ill-equipped you are for yeah. the situation that you're in right yeah. now. That, like, I think you leave an in until one day you just kind of explode. And I think that's what was happening yeah. in the car between the two of them. Yeah. And I think she was exploding.
1: Yeah. I, and I think that's totally fair. Like, I, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I think for me it was, like, because the, those, those things, I think that's a very fair assessment. Because those things that are kind of, like, that her character is going through. Yeah. Were for me kind of like the least interesting things in the movie, if I'm yeah, being honest. Yeah. Know,
0: see, because you know and, why? I think it was interesting for me because those things are more internal.
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah.
0: And you they are not some, you don't get to see them go, they're not some big yeah. blow up on the outside. They're yeah. very internal.
1: Well, it's, it's <laughs> also funny because there's another movie that we have later yeah. that I felt that exact same way about. Yeah. Because it is such a male-centric film.
0: That's what I mean. And so so like, it's from it, it, a different perspective. Yeah. You don't see it from that perspective. No,
1: I don't. Yeah. And I think that was kind of why with this one, I was kind of not too hot on it. Because yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. the man was say exactly everything he was thinking. He was just yeah. like, why are you doing this?
1: Yeah. And Stop then,
0: it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then
1: <laughs> like, you know, it's always frustrating when you're seeing somebody who's just approaching it from the point of like, yeah, so we just, what are we going to do if you do that? Like, what? Yes, are we gonna do and you know, and he don't
0: realize that she was losing her mind faster than his, yeah. Because one, her hormones, she's pregnant, yeah, <laughs> she's gonna lose her mind faster than you yeah. are, my good sir. Yeah. And I think he was not thinking about this yeah. at all. That's yeah. why I found interesting to yeah. me. I was like, Yeah, she's losing her mind faster. Why yeah. wouldn't she?
1: Yeah, <sighs> yep,
0: her hormones are already being juggled and played with, yeah. But having this person growing inside of her, yeah. and then you expect me to be calm and well, like just well-tempered
2: yeah.
0: in a in a life-and-death situation while I'm also pregnant and hoping that I can keep this child alive inside of me? Yeah. You yeah. think I'm going to be okay? Yeah. You think I'm not going to lose it? Yeah. You're crazy yourself to think I'm not mm-hmm. going to go crazy. Yep. <laughs> so I think, like, and I like seeing that dynamic, actually. Yeah. But, like I said, it was more internal. It wasn't, like, something that needed to be said. I think she was just acting out on, on yeah. it. It wasn't something that needed a big blowout it was just that's how she was reacting her words the way she was like angry the way she was like losing everything i think i was like that's what that is yeah she's losing her mind her hormones are already being messed with man she's losing yeah. her mind what are you talking about yep she's already in a precarious situation by being pregnant yeah. now she's even more a precarious situation by being stuck in the snow in a car for like 30 days yep
1: that that is a good point. It mean, is a good point. Though. It's like Aida. why
0: would you think there's logic in that? There's no logic in her. Yeah. At this point, there's no logic in her.
1: No, I mean that is a very, very good point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I have no rebuttal to any of this. <laughs> so
0: that's why I think I enjoyed it a little yeah. more than you did because I could see it just bubbling, yeah. and I was like, "Yes, yeah. why wouldn't she be losing her mind?"
1: Yeah. No, this I mean, is wild. I, like, not No, I mean that's that's totally fair because that, that was one that, yeah, like I said, like I just I wasn't really too too hot on it, but I saw you responding to it, now talking to you about it. It's like I can see why yeah. you responded to it yeah. in that way, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And,
0: and you can yeah. actually see, and like I said, to me the most like horrifying situations or the to me horse the true horror stories are yeah. things that you can actually see yourself being a part of. Yeah, like I can see that happening to me. Yeah. So, like, that is the most... To me, that's scary yeah. to then know that this could happen to a real person. This could happen to anybody, and it did. Yeah. But it just happened to man. But think about it, if it happened to a woman who was pregnant. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's like, so I was just like, whoa yeah. Like that kind of blew my mind. That's why I enjoyed it a little more. Yeah. Because I was like, Whoa, yeah. like you add layered on top of layers, dude. Yeah. You tried to get her. To- <laughs> like to me, yeah, this was more woman driven because yeah, yeah. you you added some layers to yeah, her yeah. pain. I mean, she was already going through stuff. Yeah. Your mind is already an older place then you edit this yeah. then even worse later spoiler alert sorry you guys if you don't want the spoiler alert, stop it right here right yeah. here but then her husband dies yep and the baby is born yep the husband dies yeah he freezes to death
1: yeah because he leaves the window open no he doesn't leave the window open. remember
0: it was cracked
1: she, she smashed the window to try and get out. Oh, you're And right. then he was Gives trying to his dig coat. them out of there and winds up giving his coat over to her and the baby. Baby, But you remember he also,
0: there. he also puts his head, his entire head is yeah. toward the window where it's cracked and open. Because yeah. he wasn't at the part where it was broken. He was at the part where he was still chipping away yeah. where the window was just stuck a little bit. He ended up dying, yes, because he did freeze the death because he yeah. gave his coat. But you remember that he wasn't at the part where the window was broken. He wasn't even at the part, but yes, the whole car was cold of course uh, i thought
1: she had like smashed out that whole she did window. it was the
0: back one, though she had smashed out the back part uh, the part that he was digging it yeah. that's not the part where she smashed out
1: oh uh, i thought that was the part that he no. was trying to dig out of. and because... he
0: laid his head to rest mm. and when she woke up his head was against the open air not yeah. only that but he didn't have a coat yeah so he had given yeah. his coat to keep the baby warm yeah and see that's that's what i'm saying that's true heroism. yeah You know what I mean? Like, think about that. Like, he gave his coat. He he was like, no, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. And he gave his coat to make sure they were extra warm. Yeah. And he ended up dying. Yeah. He froze
1: to death. Now, I will say. Because you remember
0: what they said about, like, freezing? I kind of read a little bit about this. Because, sorry, there was, like, this horrific story that happened in real life a a few years ago that I had found out about. And so I was interested. um, Something happened. And so I think this is, this is the part that is very much accurate and true for me is that he died because you know how, like when you go to sleep, all of a sudden you no longer feel the cold, but the whole yeah. while is actually still affecting your body yeah. and your heart is basically stopping. But how would you know if you were asleep? Yeah. So yeah. you just basically died in your sleep, yeah. but you froze to death. Mm-hmm. Like your heart just stopped. Yeah. It was like pounding slowly and pumping slowly until it just yeah. came to a complete, a complete stop.
2: Yeah.
0: Your body temperature just dropped. Yeah. Like drastically. Yeah that's wild. And yeah. I and I read about this because I read this real story that happened to somebody like that. Yeah. Um and so then when that happened to him, I was just like <gasps> it was just like the saddest yeah. thing. And what's even worse, she had to, remember, she stripped him naked. Yeah. and
1: yeah. took
0: more of his clothes because I, what else could she do when they yeah. were freezing?
1: I was going to say that like the one scene in the movie that I did think was very affecting was that. Yes. It was right after he died and yeah. she Ends up having to strip him naked, and then there's that moment where she's laying next to him, talking to him. Yep. And you know, it's just his corpse. Yeah, he's just blue.
0: He's just turning blue. Yeah, man.
1: and she's just sitting there talking to him. And I was like, wow, that was actually yeah. to me a very affecting scene.
0: And you remember she had to eat her afterbirth.
1: She didn't. She had yeah. to eat the placenta. Yep.
0: That I mean, that was very woman based. Yeah. Like when you really think about everything yeah. that happened, I was like. The man had had no chance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The woman had a chance. The man had no chance. I'm sorry. He had no chance. And I'm not saying this to be funny. I mean, he gave her everything to make sure they were okay. And that's what a man is supposed to do for their family, right? But also, he had no chance because, I mean, the survival (laughs)
2: level
0: of what a woman will do. (laughs) She has all these different parts of her body she can even eat and use. I'm like, she just, I mean... I mean, he had no like he had no chance. He had no chance,
1: dog. He had no chance. (laughs) The only thing that you can say gave him a chance is the fact that in real life that happened to a guy who survived. Yeah, and so we know. I know, but I'm talking about in that particular. Well, I mean, it just lets you know who the real apex predator is. That's all I'm saying. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, let's not go there. (laughs) Let's not start that right
1: now. No. But like, it is interesting hearing you talk about it because yeah. it, it does give me kind of a different perspective on the film than what I had as we were watching it. Because yeah. as we were watching it, I think the, the one thing is that the, the movie that I was expecting was very different from yeah. the movie that I got. Got you. And the movie that I got was kind of a, a truly a domestic drama in its own way. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was sort of expecting it was going to go kind of into a little bit of a different area than what it actually Got did
2: you.
1: but I mean it was still there were affecting scenes in it I just did not think overall it was like this Got fantastic you. kind of film and
0: I didn't even think it was like fantastic yeah but I did think the situation they were in were hor- was horrifying and very intriguing for me yeah as a woman because I'm like think about what all the challenges he piled on on top of her to face yeah and that's when I knew it was a lot about her more than the guy yeah. cuz look at all the challenges she he piled on her to face. Yeah. That was kind of like her challenge. You yeah. know that was kind of like something she needed to like conquer and overcome like yeah. as you know someone that was like stuck in a situation where you're pregnant and then you're stuck you're snowbound. And then, like, you don't have no food, so how are you going to feed the baby? But, of course, you have breast milk. So the baby is still eating and feeding on you. But you have to actually stay strong and feed and eat on something, too, in order to feed the baby. So that's that's another part. So that's why she had to feed on the placenta. So then, you know, and if she's weak... Then the baby will be weak. Yeah. So you gotta stay strong because you need that baby to be strong if you yeah. want the baby
1: to survive. Yeah.
0: So I think this was a very I think it this was, was yeah. geared very much toward
1: women. Yeah. In yeah. a lot, a no, lot that, of ways. That's, that's a good good point. So if you're a woman and listening, then mm-hmm. I guess go watch Seminary
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it tells you about the kind of strength, man, yeah. we can have, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Like
1: that was crazy. Yeah.
0: But you know, I say to also like bring another element to it of like marriage. and how people choose to see each other or how, what you choose to like make the center of your marriage. I think that matters too. And I think this played a big role in showing you too, like how little sometimes you communicate and really talk about your feelings in a marriage, which is, I mean, that's the time you're supposed to be able to be like, you can talk about yeah. things because you remember she started just pouring out her heart, like, yeah. imagine this and, this and, baby. Yeah. and he was just like, what? Like he was kind of annoyed at her. Yeah. And I, I understand because I'm like, you just kept all this in. You should have told me this before this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like if this wasn't in the cards for us, you should have, if you didn't want this, you should have told me before now. Yeah. We should have had this discussion about how long, we needed to just be a married couple before we added children. Yeah. And they did not have that conversation. You could tell because all the stuff she started like talking about and screaming about in the very beginning, you might add of the movie. She, this yeah. what happen from the moment they got snowed in Yeah, that like they did. They, you could tell they didn't talk about much. And I was yeah. like, yeah, see, but this is the problem. Yeah. You're supposed to talk about this stuff before it happens. Yeah. Don't be mad now that you're carrying a baby. you supposed to talk about this before it happens. Yeah. Yep. So fast. Yeah, it's kind of, of yeah,
1: it's kind of crazy to not really get into your marital trip, your big marital trip, until you're snowbound. Yeah, until you're, you're stuck in a situation,
0: situation. and then like <laughs> now I want to part my heart and tell you I never yeah. wanted this. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Now you
1: tell me? Yeah,
0: exactly. We're about to die and now you
1: tell me? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, yeah. that was... That, that, that dynamic was also, like, interesting. But it also yeah. tells you a lot about how sometimes... Sure. You don't talk in your marriage. Yeah. No, you should be. I think that's the one person you should be able to open up to, like, a lot about how you feel. Because, yeah. I mean, both of you are involved. Yeah. This is not just a you or me. This is a you and me. Yeah. So... Those things should definitely be talked about. Yeah. So I think it had a lot of um, interesting like dynamics and stuff to the story. And I think yeah. that's why I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because I saw real—I just saw real life in it. Yeah. Even with all the situation they were going through, I saw real life in it. Yeah. That's why I think I liked it. Yeah.
1: That's cool.
0: It wasn't breaking logic like yeah. Frozen was. Yeah. 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 It wasn't breaking logic like yeah. that. Like, so I thought it did a pretty, I think it did a pretty good job of being grounded.
1: Good. Yeah. 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 And I, that's you know, why I think talking. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Sorry, I talked yeah. about this
1: a lot. No, no, no. Is- oh, okay.
0: yeah,
1: that's what we're here for. Now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Centigrade.
0: Yeah, that was Centigrade.
1: And it was like, I mean, now that you're we're talking about it, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself. I'm like, ah, maybe I need to rewatch this one <laughs> because, like, and because now I'm seeing it a little bit different than yeah. what I was thinking about mm-hmm. when I was watching it. Yeah. So now it does actually make me curious to go back and rewatch it yeah. to just kind of see it,
0: but from even if that you other perspective, don't,
1: you o- know? only because like I think what's interesting about it is that sometimes you realize when you're talking to somebody else about a movie that there's more there in that movie than maybe what you gave it credit for yeah. when you're watching it, and it's one of those things that to me makes movies incredible is yeah. because you can always. It's what makes uh, also criticism a very interesting and fickle thing. Yeah. is because you can always go back and reevaluate a movie. Yeah. Based on what somebody else has told you. Yeah. I I think that there's something definitely true to the fact that, you know, something as simple as what you had for lunch that day can affect Mm -hmm. how you feel when you're watching a movie. Yeah. You know, or whatever, you know, stress of whatever else in your day can affect how you see something in a moment. Yeah. So it makes me curious to rewatch it to see if... I come away feeling any different after this conversation. Yeah. Or if I watch it and I'm still just kind of like, yeah, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because I mean, there's some things that you have said too about different movies where I didn't see it even. Yeah. And I didn't, and it didn't bother me not to watch it again. Yeah. But it gave me a whole perspective from when I did that, going, okay.
2: Yeah.
0: And sometimes I'm like, I like, I, (laughs) I I don't get like how,
2: yeah.
0: Like that's what he saw. But like, it's, okay yeah. and i'm like but i don't have to watch it over i'm like yeah. i get it now why you like it yeah so it, i kind of well,
1: get why you like it you know I, what i mean i'm the weird person that always wants to get back and rewatch oh you thing. can you know,
0: like, i i would never discourage <laughs> you i mean this is what this podcast is also about is Absolutely. to encourage people to just yep. have an open mind to like cinema and going into watching yeah. all different kinds of movies i i mean i don't think we have to be stuck in one type of or genre or like fixated on one kind of movie i think the whole point of like to me cinema i wouldn't say movie movies i would say cinema for me it's the art perspective of it. Yeah, it's it's always met as a point of expression. So it's like, and there's different kinds of, of expressions. Yeah. You don't have just one. Yeah. Do, are we all monotoned? Yeah. No. So why would Mostly. movies be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, normally yeah. we wouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, so absolutely. why would why would film be? That's yeah. why I don't like just sticking to one type no. of a sort of movies because no. I'm like I'm not one note. Yeah. So why would I want? the things that i inspire me to be one note yeah. i'm not one note yeah. so i mean that's what this is about it's yeah, sharing it yeah
1: absolutely um so our next movie uh-huh is a movie that in my opinion has zero logic <laughs> despite some brilliant performances yeah <laughs> is a movie of absolutely no logic whatsoever and i will not probably be rewatching this one okay But I I do think that the performances are outstanding. Okay. And I do think that it was made very well. Yeah. And that's the other thing I will say about Centigrade too, was I thought that the filmmaking in it was pretty good. Yeah. But in particular, the the ending. The whole last five minutes of the movie, I thought was like two legs above the rest of the movie all of a sudden. Where I was like, almost felt like I was watching a different film. Yeah. The moment that he shows up dead. Like, yeah. the moment she wakes up and finds him dead, yeah. I suddenly felt like I was watching a totally different film that was much better.
0: Yeah, that started then, what
1: started in the beginning. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, I don't know how we suddenly... Yeah. I was like, maybe we should have killed him in the beginning.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then gone from there, because that sounds like that would have been a better movie. Yeah. But um, our next movie is Infinite Storm. Yes. Yes. It's a 2022 movie. Yes. Directed by... I'm so sorry that I'm about to mangle both of these names of these two Polish filmmakers. Malgorzata Sissomwoska. Uh,
0: Samowski? Samowski? S- I don't
1: know. Samowska? A- yeah. And uh, Michael Englert.
0: Englert. Englert.
1: Englert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I am so sorry about that. Mikael,
0: Is it Mikael? Maybe Mikael. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, we don't... We, yeah. We're not good with... Yeah. Uh, so,
1: <laughs> I apologize to both of them. I'm not good with Polish names. Yes. Uh the screenplay is by Josh Rollins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just it, the way <laughs> And it's uh uh based on a, a book called High Places Footprints in the Snow Lead to an Emotional Rescue by Ty gangi Yeah or gagni
0: Yeah.
1: Um and it stars uh Naomi Watts, Billy Howell, and
0: Dennis it's O'Hare.
1: Dennis O'Hare, uh, Parker Sawyers, Elliot Sumner. Yeah. But, um, this is like a, a interesting movie. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's basically Naomi Watts and her spirit. I think she loses her kids. Yeah, but you remember, family. it's also
0: based on like, I think it wasn't based on a true story. Or uh, yeah,
1: I believe so. I believe the book is like a real.
0: Yeah, thing. it was based on a true story where this woman. Oh, I'm sorry, it
1: was an article.
0: I'm oh, sorry. it was an article. Okay, yeah. where she um, spends her spare time being a rescuer,
1: like she was yeah. a
0: a nurse or something. She was a
1: nurse, and then mm-hmm. her. So, I you know, spoiler alert, but she yeah. was a nurse, and then her her, uh, her children die. Her children die because there's a gas leak in the house one night, and they
0: couldn't. She couldn't smell it, no, so it kind of killed them in their sleep.
1: Yeah, because she has like no sense of smell. I think. Yeah, like, it was something. Yeah, that, where she has no sense of smell, and so uh, it kills the kids in their sleep, and then she barely makes it out but you know they
0: said that's the deadliest killer of course because yeah. gas usually sometimes they don't have a smell yeah i guess it depends on what gas too but yeah because i can smell some gases but most times gas don't have a smell
1: yeah. um
0: and it was leaking from like the like store yeah. or their house and yeah. it, like it killed
1: yeah. what gas poisoning they, it, like while they're all asleep while they were asleep, like, they were gave asleep. Them all gas poisoning yeah and um, it just made me think of that Venture Brothers episode where they're showing all of the different ways that the kids, the boys had died. And then there's, oh no. at the very end, it's just a, a shot of the two of them asleep. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear the guy, Dr. Venture, go, that time I was a ghastly, leak, mm-hmm. silent
2: killer. He's so silly.
1: <laughs> but, um, uh, but, like, so essentially, what in her spare time, like you said, she volunteers to just go up the mountain and make sure that everybody's yeah. safe in the event of, of like, yeah, a storm or storm. anything <laughs> bad mm-hmm. that happens. And she goes up there and she finds Billy Howell up there. Yeah. And in a series of completely illogical and irrational moves, this guy, she literally drags this guy back down the mountain. Yeah. As he is potentially tripping, potentially, you don't really. You can't tell tell what's what's happening happening. with this guy at all. Eventually, you find out that he went back up there to try and find somebody who had disappeared, but that's, like, at the very end of the movie. Yeah,
0: he tells her at the back.
1: Yeah, like, all of the stuff around how she got this guy down. Mm -hmm. You're like, this woman is definitely a hero. Maybe you should have just left him up there. I don't know. I mean, like...
0: (laughs) But that's not her job. I know. She's a search and rescue volunteer, so that's, like, it's her job to search and rescue, no matter the situation, because sometimes, think about it, when you do search and rescue, you don't always get somebody's whole story. No, you don't. You don't get and anybody's story. You just got to rescue yeah. them.
1: <laughs> and, and she's, in the context of the movie as presented to me, she is, this woman is definitely a hero. This
0: but if woman, you ask me, the the horror part of this story was the fact that she had to deal with this guy the whole time. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, the, like, the, that the,
1: was... The horror of her having to try and get this guy down the mountain while there's a storm coming and they can't make time. And then
0: he kept... Wanting to like stay in places and die.
1: Yeah, he he, he didn't he would, want
0: he didn't have the like motivation to keep going. No. He just wanted to and, die in
1: places. And he kept like drifting off, trying to run other places, trying, trying to, to drown, do other things. Yeah, trying like,
0: to be trying to freeze to death. He just tried to do so many things to his life while she was trying
1: to save it. Yep. And the entire time I was watching, I was just like, so, so let's just leave him. Yeah. And just keep walking because I'm like, you're and taking me
0: down with you. That's the only bad part is that you're trying to die, but in yep. the process you're so you're being so selfish right now that you're taking me down with you
1: yeah and i was just sitting there watching it just kind of like i mean she could always when they found him later just be like i didn't see him like
0: <laughs> that's no that's i think that's the worst part of our humanity that we can do that know. you know and,
1: like, but- <laughs> and of course like i you know when you when you read about the real story yeah. and when you see what she went through, like, she is definitely – it is definitely an act of, like, yeah, pure right. selflessness and, yes. and, and heroes And, and maybe
0: a part of that, too, is, like, what we don't always realize is sometimes, like, people become those things because they're trying to – they're searching for something or – Even in their own heads and hearts, think about what I'm gonna say is that they're trying to make amends. Yeah, so even when you think about it, because she didn't smell the smoke and she didn't smell the gas and her daughters died, I think she decided to start rescuing people to make amends for that. Absolutely, so it's like you kind of torment yourself with those kinds of things, and 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 it was so sad. Like, I was like, dang, like, yeah,
1: and that was a hundred percent the movie. And to me, the entire film, the reason that I did actually end up liking as much as I did, and that you know, I think it's even this high on the yeah. list because, I mean, this is the movie that like, and like I said, in terms of the way it's presented in the yeah. film, yeah, yeah. and the way that Billy Howell plays that character,
2: yeah,
1: I'm like, we can turn this into another kind of horror movie yeah. in which a murder occurs, yeah, that would probably really help me uh, oh uh, deal goodness. with it. <laughs> but like, but like the one thing I will say is that Naomi Watts's performance is so yes. gripping in that yes. movie that. It does give you the sense of somebody who is really trying to, like you said, make amends. There's a scene toward the end after she gets him out. Mm -hmm. She gets him down off of the mountain. Mm -hmm. She's trying to get him into her car. And he takes off running, jumps into his own car and just drives drives
0: off. off. He doesn't even make sure she's okay after she struggled with you for like days, hours of trying to get you off that mountain. You didn't even care to like take a second look. But then you remember after he kind of. I guess you would say once he was in his right mind, he did yeah, search for her. He did. He searched for her. Yeah,
1: and, and he did find her. To me, though, the part that was really just like, wow,
0: yeah.
1: was when she got home after oh. all of that. She sits on the floor and opens up the fridge, Yeah, eats like this cold slice of pizza, and drinks a Coke. Yeah. And the way that she did that, it was like the most delicious slice oh of three-day-old cold pizza ever. And not, it was the best-tasting Coca-Cola yes. ever. And then her just falling asleep in front of the re- open refrigerator. You remember?
0: And then she had to, like, her body was so sore from, yeah. from hours and days of trying to rescue this man. And she had bruises everywhere. Yes. She had to crawl to the bathroom, yep. pull herself out of her clothes, and yep. just plop
1: into the, like, tub. And when. when you see the aftermath the way she played the aftermath getting off of the mountain yeah immediately made me just like wow what she did was incredible
0: and then her body and, think about that yeah. like it had been through so much and then it seemed like she was doing everything she could for it to not to crash because yeah. when she started eating that pizza and chugging down that coke i was like <laughs> that she needs a uplift like her body has had <laughs> yes, nothing for no. the last like
1: hours of her, and,
0: and she exhausted all of her energy doing yeah, this and
1: like you really 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 you don't want
0: know a- you can't have no like vegetables at this time
1: no no you need just like pure like, <laughs> like energy. Pure energy you need like comfort food and it's like one of those things that you see, well you know it's that that thing where it's like you know it you get out of the hospital and somebody will say like do you want checkers yeah mcdonald's and that is the day that yeah. you want to just eat like a big mac you yeah. want to eat the thing that you don't ever, ever. want to yeah, eat Yeah, not supposed to <laughs> yeah, eat that you're know? just like all of a sudden, you were driving home, you were like, oh, you know what I want to do? I just want to, like, kill a Big Mac <laughs> and some fries and a Coke. I mean, yeah. I was just in the hospital. Yeah. I saw some awful things. Yeah. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to poke a that.
0: This is probably the very same thing you were in the
1: hospital for. Now yeah. you want it. Exactly. You're craving it. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, one of those things where it, when you see her play out that part. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. That's what really solidified for me what yeah. she did. Yeah. Because in the watching of what she did. Yeah. And again, it comes down to these performances where it's like the way that Billy Howell played that character. And Mm -hmm. I have no doubt that that's probably what the real woman went through with that guy. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that it was very close to that.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, it seemed like he was struggling to, like decide if he wanted to live in that. Yeah. And that whole way down the mountain he was trying to decide if he wanted to live or not. That's yeah. why he could he kept putting himself in situations that where he needed to be saved. Yeah. Because it's like he was trying to yeah. the whole time he was trying to decide if he really wanted to die or not. Yeah. The whole way down. While someone else had already decided for him, like, no, you are
1: gonna live. Yeah. And, you know? and it's like you don't I think like, you know, to, again, it's one of those things where it's like you can just have the wrong thing for lunch that day yeah. and just all of a sudden be watching yeah. a movie. I'm like, you know that you could just kill this guy, right? Like nobody's yeah. going to know. And, <laughs> and so like throughout the entire movie, that was kind of how I was feeling until yeah. that moment where she gets home. Yeah. In that moment where yeah. she got home, I was like, Yeah, wow. Yeah. That was amazing what she just did. Yeah. And then that really made me think a lot about, which I thought was interesting, is that when she gets home, there's still another like 20 minutes of the movie left. There's still like another like 15, 20 Mm -hmm. minutes left. You really are sitting there going like, what else are you going to do Yeah. at this point? Like just fade out and just show the words. It says like, this guy was eventually did this and did that. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. they kept it going. And the most interesting part about them keeping it going was the fact that what you see next is people trying to talk to her about the heroic act and her just like, not really saying yes or no to anything, just yeah. kind of like hiding out. Yeah. And because you see that part where she comes into the house and is has done all of this yeah. just to save this guy's life, yeah. and you know what happened in her her past with her children, yeah. you as an audience are able to say the lines that she never says and yeah. say, but that's not what she did it for. Yeah. And the fact that that actually happened made the movie a hundred times better to Got me than you. just... Okay the journey itself was because yeah. the journey itself made me just like yeah like what's in silver but um the infinite storm that yeah. was it, it was you know it was yeah. good yeah but, i
0: mean we talk about this from the good and bad aspects yeah. but we recommend you check all these out Absolutely. so you can always have your opinion for, yeah you know for yourself as well
1: So, for our next movie, I realized that something kind of happened with our list. Yeah. Where, so the next movie we were going to talk about was a movie we didn't get the chance to rewatch.
0: Yeah. Well, we have seen it, but we just didn't rewatch it. We haven't seen it in a while. We just didn't. We
1: saw it it when it came out. It's The Lodge from 2019, directed by Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala. And stars Riley Keogh, Jada Martell, Leah McHugh, Alicia Silverstone, and Richard Armitage.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Now, this is a movie I heavily recommend that everybody go and see. Yeah, I realized though that the movie that we ended up watching in its place was The Road, and oh, I did had we? forgotten oh, to we didn't note hear, it.
0: Yeah, we didn't know yeah. that.
1: So, like, I was like, uh, I highly recommend you go and watch The Lodge. Yeah, we're just not really going to talk about The Lodge. Not too and much because we'll yeah. we'll just talk about The Road. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we did watch that. Yeah, one we watched The this.
2: Road. Yeah, and
1: I realized kind of as you were talking about center Grade, and you mentioned the pregnancy yeah. and that aspect of everything i went i was in my head going we did the road instead of the lodge yeah. and i realized i was like oh shoot yeah okay. i mean but
0: we could still even we can mention a little bit about the, uh, the lodge yeah. because we did see it
1: we did and the lodge is a very interesting very cool yeah, movie yeah. in which riley keogh goes with her uh it's, I think, her fiance. Yeah, I think and, that
0: they're. Uh, yeah, because I'm not sure they're married yet. Yeah, but, I think that they're. And their fiance, um, Alicia Silverstone, is the mother of the children yep. that she leaves on this camping trip with. But you remember because of the work that the father had to do. Yeah, he, he leaves Riley Keough with his children, even yep. though she doesn't even know them like that.
1: And so this is their first real time yeah, together. Together. Yep. It's just about to be Christmas. Yep. And. Slowly, a series of very dark, very Catholic images begin to plague her throughout the house. Yeah, and there is a sense that maybe there's something wrong with the kids. Maybe there's something wrong with the house. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something wrong with her. And slowly, it all just kind of unravels. Yeah, until you get a an ending that has stuck with me ever since we yeah. saw it. Of people tied to chairs at a table with duct tape over their mouths.
0: Yeah,
1: and it was it got sadistic. It it got incredibly sadistic and also like just very, very frightening to the like. Whenever you involve kids, it gets really yeah. scary.
0: Well, because you know the weird and part about it is that the children were the culprit of this whole thing. They were, they were evil, man. Yeah, they and had some malice intent in their heart. Because yeah. you remember, she woke up. She the the whole entire like electricity was out. Yeah, everything, and it's because the kids like decided that they were going to torture her to death.
1: Yeah, and she starts thinking that like things from her past are coming back to haunt her. Yep. And slowly she does just kind of lose her mind. Yeah, and it blows it. back on these kids that are when you really kind of do the pullback in the movie mm-hmm. and see it for a split second you realize this: these kids that just don't like their stepmom yeah. because she's not their mom. And, they, yeah,
0: they just want to make her life a living. Yeah, and so they're,
1: they're just driving her crazy. Yeah. And it's sort of like the inverse of what would happen if this was a Macaulay Culkin movie. Yeah. Because, you know, if it was a Macaulay <laughs> Culkin movie, you he'd be driving, you know, the parents crazy. Yeah. And by the end, they would just be like,
0: Oh, Kevin. Yeah.
1: And, and, exactly. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Kevin, you're gonna have to live with yeah. me whether you like it or not. Yeah. And him just like, you know, you're not too bad. Yeah. You know, and then they yeah. come to an understanding. Instead, yeah. in this one, it really blows back <laughs> on the kids to the point where like this woman is gonna kill them. Yeah, she was because she and, was
0: starting to lose her mind.
1: Yeah, they and, made her lose her mind. They, they, re- and there's kind of this very complicated thing to the ending of what the kids did was definitely wrong. Yeah they were also too young to understand how they reignited her trauma. Yeah. And so it was a very, very complicated ending. Yeah, I
0: remember she was taking medication and then they yeah, hit it.
1: They they hit it. They hit it. They, so
0: she was starting to lose her mind because yeah. they like hit her like and psych meds and yeah. everything, man. And,
1: and it was like, it, it is a... It's an incredibly dark film. Yeah. But it's so well made. Yeah. And the atmosphere is just so It's chilling. It's so chilling. Like literally chilling. Yes. And oh it, my
0: goodness. And I thought I was going to freeze to death. And I was watching it yeah. from inside my warm home. And I was like, oh.
1: I definitely highly recommend watching this movie with all the lights out. Yeah. In, in, just in a dark space. Because yeah. it is a visually a very dark film. yeah. But not in that way where it's hard to see things. yeah. In that way that it does actually create this creepy glow yeah. in the room. And you want the watching. same
0: atmosphere when you're watching yeah. it that the movie is given. So it's like perfect. Yeah. Way.
1: You can really sink into that one. Yes. So that was a very good one. Okay. But we will cover the road. Yes. And the road is, um, directed by John Hillcoat. I think it came out in 2009 mm-hmm. directed by John Hillcoat, written by uh, Joe Penhall based on a novel by Corey McCarthy who passed away this year. Yeah. Um, Stars: Viggo Mortensen, Cody Smith-McPhee, who's going to come up again later. Yes. Uh, Robert Duvall has a cameo. Michael K. Williams has a cameo. Yes. Um, And that is a... uh, Charlize Theron uh, has a small role in there Mm -hmm. as the mother, Mm -hmm. who goes through something very similar to what happens in Centigrade. Yes. And... um, This is an interesting film in that it is almost kind of the opposite of Centigrade. Yeah. It's almost what happens if the mom died instead yeah and the dad was just left with his kid yeah (laughs) and now we cut to 10 years later and the world has ended
0: see only bad thing about that though is the kid (laughs) would not survive in centigrade with the dad because the baby needed milk yeah and the mom had the milk
1: yeah yeah so that wouldn't work at all he, he would have had to figure something out yeah but um did you see this one when it came out the road.
0: I remember it, but no, I didn't see it when it came out. Okay. I, rem- I remember that clearly. I did not see it when it came out.
1: It's an interesting movie because the when the movie came out, there was a lot of stuff around it because, of course, this book won the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. It was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. It is a brilliant, brilliant book. You realize the second that it gets filmed mm-hmm. that it's just a post-apocalyptic movie.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: When you're reading it, this is a truly <laughs> yeah. elevated work of art where yeah. you're just like, wow, I can't believe what I just read. Yeah. But when you see the movie, it's just a post-apocalyptic movie about a dad and his boy yeah. trying to just traverse the yeah, land. trying to make it. Yeah. Um, which made it very, very interesting because you're like, oh. But I, when I read the book, you do walk away saying, "Like, well, the book was so much better yeah, because of the pros. Yeah, that's really all that it was. That's yeah. really all that made it better than the actual movie itself. Yeah, but it is a very affecting movie. Oh, is it? it and wow. it is. I enjoyed it more going back to it this time. Okay. Than I did. So it was kind of like an it.
0: opposite effect than Frozen for
1: you. I did. Yeah. I did. It, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, because like and the first time that I saw that movie, I just walked out and I was like, that was. <laughs> What was that? That yeah. like, wasn't very good, man. And then going back to it now, I saw it again, you know, kind of fresh and was just like, oh, no, this was really good. Yeah. This was really, really good. And yeah. this is the book. Yeah. The problem is, is that the second you film it, it's not, yeah. the, it's not the prose yeah. anymore. And yeah. now you're just watching these. Mm-hmm. Things. And I was like, oh, okay. But it is a really, really, really fantastic movie. Yeah. And they do do a good job of using narration Mm -hmm. to preserve some of the best moments of the prose. yeah in particular this part okay where uh this is one of the best lines from the book where he says uh he knew only that his child was his warrant he said if he is not the word of god god never spoke yeah that is one of like the greatest lines in literature in my opinion (laughs) they were able to stick that into the movie in a very natural way yeah, and capture that and, you know? and capture that like how right? he
0: saw his son you yep. know which is and when you think about that it's such a beautiful thing for that's how he especially in a time such as that like yeah. how he could see his son yeah like, he was like if he's not <laughs> the word of god god never spoke yep that is a yeah that's actually pretty awesome actually yeah
1: and that, like that, that. was um and the, the whole entire thing with the movie, I Cody Smith-McPhee did such a good job he with did. him. And Viggo Mortensen was just a powerhouse in this yes, movie. Yes, he was. And, you know, some of the scenes between the two of them, you know, they talk about carrying the fire. Yeah. And, you know, they talk about you know we're the good guys, yeah. And, you know, they're the bad guys. He was, like,
0: he was like, Dad, are we still the good guys? Yeah, because his dad had to kill somebody, yeah, but he only had to kill him because that they were gonna, gonna eat him. The guy was <laughs> gonna eat the um, um, the son. If, yeah. if he would have killed him, he would have ate the kid, yeah. he would have took the kid from him and ate them, yeah, because they were cannibals, yeah. Like a lot of the people that were living around that time, they were like, yeah,
1: they were cannibals. All the soil is poisoned,
0: yeah. So you couldn't but, have, yeah, you he, couldn't grow fruit, you didn't have livestock, yeah. So it was like you had to turn into a cannibal in yeah. order to survive. I it's, just would have had to die in that time. Yep. I um, don't want to ate nobody. I'm no. sorry. That isn't a... Man, yeah, no. I can't no. do it. That was mm-hmm. a
1: horrible, horrible yeah, thing. Yeah, no. And um, in particular, the scene that really just kind of always captures my heart yeah. is the moment where he drinks a Coke for the first time.
0: Yeah. And that
1: scene where he like, you know, tastes it and says like, it's bubbly. It's
0: bubbly. And
1: you're just like, yeah, you know, you forget the, like, the very first yeah. time you taste a Coke that that is... And, of course, we're from Atlanta, so that's, like, a staple. staple <laughs> yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. You're going to have a Coke at some point in your life. Yeah. It, the, you forget about the first time you have a Coke that, like, yeah, that is the reaction. It's, like, just kind of confusion. Like, yeah, this like, is just, whoa. Yeah, like, there's just all this bubbly you, in my yeah. mouth. And <laughs> you know what
0: you wonder, too, especially if it's cold and it's bubbly. Yeah. See, his was warm. But if it's cold and bubbly, the first thing you go is will this hurt me yeah. Like, because because the way it just goes like your yeah. brain is just like going on all these different kinds of yeah. like your synapses is just yeah. growing, firing on all ends yeah. so you're just kind of like am i gonna die drinking this <laughs> like that would have like that as a kid that was my perspective like am i gonna die drinking this because yeah. it, it's just the way it lit me up all over and my adrenaline and yeah. all it's like am i gonna die is it yeah. supposed to feel like this <laughs> So, I mean, I can only imagine what he. Oh,
1: man, I bet that was amazing. Yeah. That, you know, the moment when they're in the bunker. Yeah. And they're, you know, getting the. I remember the first time that I saw the movie and you see Vigo Mortensen drinking vitamin water, and I was just like, why do we have product placement in the middle of this? <laughs> and then, you know, rewatching it, I think especially after living through something yeah. like the pandemic.
0: Yeah.
1: Obviously, it was nothing anywhere near. Yeah, of course, not this. like what <laughs> they went through. Yeah. But suddenly living through a situation where, you know, you're going to the store and kind of freaked out going to the store yeah you know and then you're also going to the store and seeing shelves empty yeah. you know it's like i mean we you know we yeah. would go shopping for the week's groceries and
0: yeah.
1: kroger would be completely empty yeah you're just like what do, what do we get yeah i don't know what we do here yeah that moment of him seeing the vitamin water takes on kind of a little bit of a different kind of feel mm-hmm. because you you had in the it, it, in the least atrocious way, you had a small, tiny little spoonful of what that must have felt like yeah. to see if I know no water right. and, or any kind of canned yeah. food of any kind where you're just like, oh, wow, well, I actually know what that tastes yeah. like. I know it's good for me and I know that I, I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: and, and they had a feast. They had a they feast did. in that little bunker. They, they had did. a
1: feast, man. And he had to drink a little Jack Daniels. Yeah. They, they had to cut their hair. Yeah. They had
0: to clean. <laughs> and he was like, I don't want to leave. Remember, there was a point yeah. where they had to leave because he was like, if a dog, if you can hear a dog, because a dog was sniffing around the t- at the like the opening of the bunker, and even yeah. though it was closed, you could hear the dog. So that yeah. he was like, That's how you know someone is close. And if that dog can sniff, that means it's gonna follow it's gonna be followed by people. Yeah. So he was like, We have to go. And but after the movie was done, I was like, no, nah, I would just live there. Yeah. I would live there for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. go outside the bunker to explore and then I would go right back yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. For the rest of my
1: life. I probably would've done the same. Yeah. I would've just And then only- you
0: would have met those people on the road, but then all y'all could have shared that bunker. Yeah. I mean that's more food going, but I would rather have people that could like populate the earth and yeah. like live with me than to Try to haul and keep everything to myself because yeah. what? I am I? Look, what two men? How are we gonna repopulate the earth? Yeah, what two men gonna do to repopulate the yeah. earth? Yeah, so I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think like I wouldn't invite the people down with the dog.
1: Yep. Guy Pierce yep, <laughs> showing up at the yep. end. Yep. So I
0: thought that yeah. was a pretty cool. Yeah. That yeah. was a really good one. It was. And yeah. like there
1: there are just certain parts of that movie that were just like really affecting going back to it. You know, yeah. the, the moment How, when Michael K Williams yep. was just <gasps> stripped. So naked. Yeah, yeah, he was
0: stripped naked by Vigo Morse. But yeah, yeah. I, you understand why Vigo did it though. Yeah,
1: you do. It was just like it was so heartbreaking to see, specifically because that was the interesting thing about it, was because we mentioned a couple of times, you were kind of like, "Man, if this was Carl and Walking Dead,
0: yeah." And
1: it, you know, talking about the kid because the kid was, you know, very sheltered despite yeah the world, world around, him.
0: around him. He was born and, in a messed up world, but yet he's still at like there weren't things that could harm him. Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, you walking in it every day, yeah."
1: And so, like, I think the thing that was really fascinating was the fact that with him being that sheltered, it makes those moments hurt more. Yeah we suddenly because this is this kid is looking at it with such a pure heart.
0: Yeah, and he's going, Why the, did you do that? And yeah. he was like, Because he took from us. He was like, But that don't mean do him like yeah. that. So he didn't he didn't like that his dad was retaliating yeah. that it was
1: vengeful. Yeah, like he you know, saw that as not being about carrying yeah. the fire and not being a good yeah, guy. Yeah, not
0: being a good guy. <laughs> if we're gonna do this, then we're the one of the bad guys. Yeah. And, and and I really love that innocence that he had. But I like but you remember how I told you how like Carl was in The Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah. Like I think that you can have both. Yeah. I can think you could be a warrior and still have a a heart of gold. That's why I was like, and I was like, that's what that kid was missing to me. Like he had, he was like innocent. He had this heart of gold, but he was like, he, he was not trying to have that warrior blood in him. And I'm like, at a time like this, you need that warrior blood. Like you seriously, you need that warrior to come out of you, man. Because this world is too harsh for you to, like be this um i can say naive yeah because that's what he was he was very gullible and naive and i'm like you can still have a heart of gold and not be this naive and gullible because to me that's how i saw carl yeah when carl and walking dead was he was he was he still had a heart of gold but the boy started learning that he could not be naive and gullible in this and his in in the at the end of the world he could not do that no he was like i can't afford to He's like, I want to take care of mom. Yeah. He wants to take care of his like baby sister. He yeah. was like, I cannot afford to be go. I still love like I have a heart of go, but I cannot afford to be this yeah defenseless and go and naive. And I like that. That's why I was like, you can have both.
1: Yeah, you can have both. Yeah, you absolutely can. No
0: one says there it has to be one or the other. You no. can have both.
1: Yeah, you absolutely can. And like that was the thing that 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 was the thing though that made it very interesting to me was that certain scenes became more affecting because of this kid's episodes. Yeah, and. The other you know thing that you know, of course you know the the moment when Vigo passes yeah. is like it's so sad, so heartbreaking. My eyes were like yeah. I was trying to hold back
0: tears because it was, it was so sad,
1: so heartbreaking. That was just and I forgot yeah. how heartbreaking that really was yeah. when And I was just like, oh man, this yeah. is. This is rough.
0: But I was so happy that he found that family yeah. because the family had like a kid and like a daughter yeah, and a boy and a girl, girl and a dog, dog. And, you, and then maybe he still had was, his mom yeah. and the mom was still alive. So yeah. it was a whole couple like a family. Yeah. And he was like basically taking it in with that family and I thought that was beautiful. yeah, Because I'm like, now y'all can just and, populate their... <laughs> and it's like,
1: who better to show up and do that little bitty bit with so much gravitas than Guy Pearce. Pierce. Yeah, just shows, you know, he's you know, you know, like... You carry the fire, and Guy Pierce looking like you're pretty wigged out, aren't you, kid? Yeah. <laughs> like...
0: And then he was like, "Well, yeah, I believe I do." Yeah. You know, he I'm like, "Yeah, well, yeah. I believe I do." Uh,
1: yeah, carry the fire. Yeah. <laughs> you eat people? No. No. We eat people. Yeah. <laughs> but the road, fantastic movie. Definitely yeah. check it out. It's pretty easy to find. It was like on Tubi or something. Yeah. Um, our next movie is Everest, mm-hmm. 2015 film directed by. Balthazar Cormacur, written by William Nicholson and Simon Balfoy. Mm-hmm. And it stars a huge cast of yes. characters. This is an all-star cast. Yes. Jason Clarke, Jake Gyllenhaal, Josh Brolin, John Hawkes, Robin Wright, Emily Watson, Michael Kelly, <laughs> Kira Knightley, Sam Worthington, Martin Henderson, Elizabeth Debicki, Ingmar uh, uh, Egbert Sigorson, who's in this really fantastic movie I'm trying to find, uh, uh, Thomas M. Wright, uh, Justin Salinger, Mark Derwin, uh, Naoko Mori, Clive Stannin, v- uh Vanessa Kirby. It's like, th- this is just a huge, <laughs> huge cast of people. It keeps going. Yeah. But uh, so we had totally missed this movie when it came out. I had yeah. no clue that this happened. No, me either. And then we saw the trailer and we're like, yes. this might be really cool because yeah. we love our disaster movies. Yeah. Um, what did you think about it seeing it for the first time?
0: i Enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it because it was one of those um, kind of like inspirational films too, like in survival films. Almost kind of like how um the Finest Hours were. Yeah, you yeah. remember Finest Hours oh, so of course. I love it. Not as many people. I mean, a lot of people got down on the mountain, but it was sad. Like how many people like end up dying. Yeah, at the holy because you remember in the Finest Hours only one person. Yeah. Like die, and they they rescued a whole ship of yeah. people, and only one person died. Yeah. But in this one, not quite the low number of mm. compared to like the people that were up on the mountain, you know, because like what ten made it down, and but there was like five to six that that got lost.
1: So like, in the snow, I think one of the things that really kind of blew me away about this was. You would expect that a movie like this would get Hollywooded up just a little bit. Yeah. Where, you know, okay, we're we're just going to have this one guy. We know that he didn't really. Yeah. But we're just going to have him get down and see his family yeah. and then die. Yeah yeah no there was none of that where they were just like no like they, they died up there That's yeah how it's gonna end yeah
0: the, and it actually and, did end like yeah. that where they died and you didn't even think that oh uh, jason clark was going to die no and he died because you remember it first went oh john hawks went first
1: yeah and his <laughs> his was to me Truly, one of the few things I've seen in movies in a long time that was shocking to yeah. me. Yeah, just that shot of him he's, falling. Yeah, off but the you side remember he mountain. started
0: losing like his breath. Like the air up there was thin. And it was. He was starting to suffocate.
1: It was, and just that scene where you actually see him go, where Jason Clark gets across and turns around to him, yeah, and he just falls, and it was just so matter of fact. It yeah. was how it would really look.
0: Yeah, there was
1: no dramatic beat. No. It was literally just like he's there and then he's gone. Yep. And Jason Clark just turns back around and is just like, man, he just has this look on his face like
0: no. damn it. Oh yep. You know, and it's because he like, remember he tried it several times before and he never could make it to the top. Yeah. And then one time he made it to the top, he died. Yeah.
1: And I was just like, Wow. Yep. And then, you know, Josh Brolin you know, nearly dying and then mm. somehow making it out. Yeah, he had a lot of frostbite, and though. He did. He yeah.
0: had it everywhere. It was yeah. on his nose. His face was gone. His nose had to yeah. be removed. And the real life guy, yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. showed him at the end. His, his whole, like, cheek, his face had to be removed. Yeah. Like, his nose had to be removed because of the frostbite. Yeah. It turned black.
1: It did. And it was absolutely insane. Yeah. Some of the stuff that you see in that movie is just, like... Mind-blowing. Like, yeah, because... I, The horror of that movie really is that, like, it shows you what hypothermia and frostbite do to people. Yeah. And it shows you what extreme altitude does to you. Yep. And... It makes you delirious, too. It does. And, like, I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, you know, I've never fostered dreams of, like, climbing a mountain ever. Me (laughs) either. But that maybe movie,
0: metaphorically.
1: Yeah, of but course, not. Yeah. But that <laughs> movie definitely cemented to me why you just shouldn't do it. Yeah. Like just don't. Yeah. Don't go. No. Yeah. Stay home. Because
0: like the you know what it too is like it's so like in Things are so uncertain. Nothing yeah. is set in stone. Because yeah. one day you can have a good day and then the next day you're dead. Yeah,
1: when you saw like what altitude sickness looked like and all yeah. that stuff. Like it, was, it was intense. It was that very was, intense. It was extremely intense. Yeah.
0: and then you remember for a while Josh Brolin couldn't move. So he he got he got snow blindness.
1: Yeah, and they thought that he was dead. Yeah, he yeah. got snow blindness. So oh he had, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that bit. Yeah. So they had
0: to leave him because he couldn't even make it up to the rest of the mountain anymore. Yeah. He got snow blindness. He was like blind. He couldn't yeah. see.
1: Yeah. And then you had you know Jake Gyllenhaal was going up there who you know you think that he's like super tough mountain man. Yeah but he drank too much that
0: lowers your man they said the worst thing you could do is drink alcohol in the middle of a storm because that actually lowers your like body temperature quick and you'll think you're warm that's what i was talking about in the last one because you'll think you're warm and you're really freezing to death but it you would think you were warm just because you had the alcohol but you're actually your temperature is dropping you're actually freezing to death
1: and like also like when you see him trying to come back down yeah and he just can't make it you're like He started
0: getting sick, like really sick while he was up there. I was like, dude, for somebody to be a Everest tour guide, like you were not keeping your health up. You got to keep your stamina, your energy, your health got to be
1: perfect. Yeah.
0: Come on. And he was drinking like a fish, dude.
1: Yeah. And it it was um, also one of the, you know, I am not like, I like her in a lot of the period pieces that she does. And past that, I'm not a huge Keira Knightley fan. Okay. But I really liked her in this movie yeah. because that. I mean, that, she
0: wasn't in there that much anyway.
1: Well, she wasn't to really. me, the the really big part was at the end when she talks to him on the phone. Yeah. That sequence to yeah. me at the end, I was like, wow. Yeah. That was because he couldn't really even
0: good. finish talking to her though. No,
1: he was just kind of muttering. You can yeah. barely understand what he was saying.
0: And he actually, like, and I actually thought he was the one that was going to make it off I the mountain. So he too. And He didn't. He
1: was out of everybody the one that was most equipped yep. to get down, and he didn't make and it. And he was the one that couldn't get down because he he did try and save somebody. Yeah, because he tried to save somebody. He yeah. stayed up there too long, yeah. so he couldn't
0: even make it.
1: Wow. And that was just absolutely insane. But yeah. Highly recommend that one. Highly recommend that one. That one. That, that's a, especially for like this time of year, mm-hmm. it's kind of a good, yeah. good watch. I mean, it is sad, but yeah. like, it's a good watch.
0: It's a good watch. You're right.
1: Another really good watch if it's late at night and you're just looking to get scared. Oh,
0: yeah. This one's awesome. It's
1: a favorite of mine that a lot of people hate yeah but i adore it yeah it's 30 days of night. yes yes uh released in 2007 it was directed by david slade uh written by steve niles seward Beatty, and uh brian nelson based on the graphic novel 30 days a night by steve niles and ben temple smith produced by sam Raimi and rob tappert uh the cast is josh hartnett melissa george danny houston ben foster mark boone jr mark Wendall um uh, who else was in there um, this is kind of a, a another one that had just yeah, like a, a large lot of, like ensemble yes, cast yes um, <laughs> but this was another one of those movies that Joel Toback was in there I forgot about him yeah Um, this was like one of those movies that when I saw this <laughs> I was like that's a movie I'm gonna watch for the rest of my life yeah yeah you really love this one I absolutely adore this yeah. movie the, from the tone yeah. to the the way that the the music cuts in, yeah. the tragic ending. Yeah, I love Josh Hartnett's performance. Yes. I, in particular, love Ben Foster in this movie. Yes, that cold ain't the weather; as death approaching. approaching. <laughs> <laughs> like, when he throws the thing at, me, he's like, "Oh, thank you for the plastic." <laughs> 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 like, he was I'm a just, true character. In oh, that. He was amazing <laughs> in this, and you know, like the the concept of this movie is the thing that I love the most when you can take something that you know is not real yeah and really scare somebody with it yeah and it's like on on a completely just basic <laughs> level yeah. I know that there are not vampires no
0: but, but that whenever was i watch this thing, movie yeah.
1: Vampires are very real for the hundred minutes that it goes, <laughs> yeah. and I am so scared.
0: It is terrifying because you know what is how brutal they are. Yep, It's how animalistic they are because yeah. they're not truly. When they
1: used the girl they, as bait. Yeah, and they're all climbing yes. on the roof
0: because they're they're oh. more like predators. They're more animalistic than they are human. Yeah, even though they look human. Yeah, they're more animalistic than anything. Yep. I'm like, there's not a single emotion but i'm hungry and i'm angry yeah. inside of their body that's it those yeah. are only emotions that they show and yep. i'm just like narcissist
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love like danny houston showing up speaking in a fake language yeah d- doing his thing like absolutely terrifying yeah. in the movie as as the lead vampire yeah
0: and you know what's, what's so interesting to me about that whole covenant Hmm. Or or what do you call vampires?
1: I mean, they were like I don't even they were like a gaggle of vampires. I don't really know. Uh, we call called a gaggle
0: were? or I a den a of it. vampires? <laughs> a den. A
1: den. A yeah, den of like, <laughs> I don't know what you would call them. And the
0: reason why I say this is because a coffin of
1: vampires
0: a coffin i'm just saying the reason why i say this is because what i found more interesting is how they never they could still speak that original language because they never want to integrate into any human life yeah that's why i was like they were so brutal and animalistic more than they ever were human yeah they still had an ancient language that they spoke that they, they didn't even bother trying to learn, yeah. like, the language of what the time that they were in. Yeah. They didn't even bother.
1: No. And, and, like, it was just such a just creepy atmosphere every yeah. time they showed up. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the thing that I love about it is the fact that it takes you forever to finally see them. Yeah because they move so fast and then like they also would like keep cutting away yeah and they would hide
0: in the shadows yeah because like you would see
1: one of them show up for like a split (laughs) second in the corner of the frame that cut to the next scene yeah and then when they finally do show up like you said it's like there's just this thing where you see like how brutal and animalistic they're more
0: animal than human
1: there's one of the things i thought was the most fascinating was just the tiny little reference that's barely even a thing on the movie where Ben Foster in the mm-hmm. very beginning is looking out across the water and he sees the boat that they're all on. Mm-hmm. And it's this old, black, rustic, horrifying looking ghost ship. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, that's what they that's what they live yeah. on. Mm-hmm. That's what that's their home. It's this creepy ghost ship.
0: I know. But I mean but that's what I mean, because remember they even came out to try to repopulate because they were kind of yeah. like dying out or yeah. something like that. So they came to bring a little more population. But you know what I kept wondering? if you're speaking in the language you in, the people that you wanted to join you, like how were they going to understand anything?
1: Yeah. I guess like the whole thing was that you were going to have to learn it. You know, that's why I was like so fascinated by that part. And and the thing that I also think was interesting too, is there's the moment when there is very obvious recognition because, you know, there's the part where the girl's on the ground and she says, you know, Oh God, help me. And then he, Looks up and says, "God," you know, and like, yeah, he's you know, like, There's no god, yeah, and he goes, No god, god. And, yep. and you're just like, Whoa. Whoa, so he they all understand, yeah, they understand, they just but don't, you know, yeah, yeah, like, they just <laughs> don't. That's not
0: their preferred <laughs> no, like, method of communication, they, they
1: live in their own little yeah. world, and like, this is the reason why, like, we were talking about this before. This is the reason why I'm glad there's never a sequel, yeah because the second there's a sequel you take all that stuff away yeah that, the mystery of that yeah you
0: do you're because right. you're
1: gonna have like like i said you're gonna,
0: they're gonna be diluted
1: they are gonna be diluted <laughs> Like I said, and they
0: were pure man. Oh man,
1: they were just pure carnage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> and I was like, I don't wanna know more about them. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them scary to me. Yeah. What makes them scary to me is the fact that you just don't know. Yeah. Like they just come from the shadows yeah. and you're just like, oh this is yes. this is horrifying.
0: They're from a league of shadows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> a new base boy. <laughs> oh, they're from the Legal Shadows. I am the Legal Shadows. shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to fulfill Rosalgo's Destiny. <laughs> 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 that is so weird. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this was when we see watching it. worst Batman? I know! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they all would have killed Bruce Wayne though. Oh yeah. <laughs> they would have polarized him. <laughs> Why are you drinking my
2: blood? I know! <laughs> <laughs>
0: stop drinking I know
2: <laughs>
0: forget about
2: it
1: <laughs> that was the exactly yeah. Airfront
0: version from our uh, neighbors
1: <laughs> but no uh, like that was the thing that I i don't know. This is one of those ones. Like I said earlier, you know I mean? It's like there are movies like Frozen, Last Winter, Blood yeah. Nature, you know, even some like Centigrade. Yes. There are be I mean, people that are going to really, really love those movies. Yeah. And I just don't get the vast majority of them. Yeah. A, a lot of people hate this movie. Yeah. But I absolutely adore this movie. Yeah. I, I mean, as you know, I watch this like at least once a year. Yeah, you like, do. This is just once or twice.
0: Movie. Yeah. Cause you might ri- watch it in the beginning and you might watch it again
1: at the end. Yeah. So I think you do it at least twice. In the yeah. Year. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, yeah. That's a good call. <laughs> so definitely check this one out if you can. Weirdly when we were looking for it, this one was kind of hard to find actually. Yeah. It was it. Yeah, it
0: was hard to find on so, streaming. Yeah, it was so like,
1: I mean, we have the blue, but we so have we the just, blu-ray. Yeah. yeah, so, so, we so, we blu-ray. yeah so we just put in. that but in. Like, yeah. Yeah. Weirdly kind of, I I mean, I know it's easy to find if you want to rent it, but if you're just looking for it on a service, it was actually kind of hard to find. Yeah. Um, up next is a movie that I saw in the theaters when it came out. Didn't really pay much attention to. And then we watched it together. Yeah. And I just loved it. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. And talking about a movie that is very much of a very male perspective. Yeah. (laughs) Is 2011's The Grey. Uh, Yes. It was uh, directed by Joe Carnahan, written by Joe Carnahan and Ian McKenzie Jeffers. Based on Ian McKenzie Jeffers' uh, uh, book, The Ghost Walker, um, has another all-star cast here. Yes. Liam Neeson, Frank Grillo, uh, Dermot Moroney, Dallas Roberts, Joe Anderson, uh, Nonso Annozzi, uh, James Dale. Greg Nicotero actually shows up in a small part. Yeah. And, uh, 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 Open Openshaw is in there for a minute. Um, really, really, really yeah. fantastic movie. Yeah. Did you see this when it came out?
0: I, you know what the thing about it I keep wanting to say I did because I remember I thought I remember seeing it in theater because
1: we were working there when this came out yes we were
0: and then not only that but I think I remember seeing this because I think my dad wanted to see it. So I think I remember watching it with him because he wanted to see The Grey. So I was like, I I remember watching this in theaters because my dad wanted to see it. This
1: is a very dad movie. Yeah, it is. He wanted to see
0: this. That's why I was like, I remember watching it because he wanted to see it. And I took him to see it. So I watched it with him.
1: This is actually a movie. So my my dad has recently become obsessed with watching The Revenant. Oh, It, It plays a lot on a Spanish channel yeah now we do not speak Spanish no <laughs> my dad will sit there and, and compulsively watch it. Wa- like watching
0: Spanish. yeah
1: like he you know he doesn't
0: understand no it.
1: there was a night that he was supposed to because you know he works on the weekends mm-hmm. and there was a Friday night he was supposed to go to bed so and get up early yeah and stayed up for all three and a half hours of it because it's on tv with commercials oh my
0: god and watch
1: the whole thing oh
0: my goodness and
1: I was sitting there thinking about it I was like I gotta show him the gray yeah Because this is a movie he's really going to love. love, So you got to show him the great. And like, this was just a fantastic watch. I really, Mm -hmm. really... And this is to me... Like one of the ones that made this like really worth yeah, doing. Yeah, that is to, me going through all of these to me too. movies. too. Me too. This was the one that was yeah. like, yeah. Wow. Because you
0: remember this. This one is the one that kind of started us on the like theme of like yeah, frost Horror. Yes. Yeah, like looking
1: for other things <laughs> yes. that were not the thing.
0: Yep, you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like it, this was just a fantastic movie. Yeah. It, it is a the story is very very basic. Group of guys mm-hmm. work up in Alaska. Mm-hmm. They're Flying back.
0: hmm
1: Plane goes down. Yeah. There are... They are lost in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah. In the dead of winter. Yeah. There is no life around them that they can hunt or do anything with.
0: Except so wolf meat.
1: <laughs> except for wolf meat. Because yes. the only thing that's out there yeah. that is just as hungry as these men are, are a wolves. pack of wolves. Yep. And these wolves are starting to track them. Yeah. And... This is where this whole this thing of beast wolves yeah, actually works. Yeah, this makes sense.
0: Because they, they were running low on actual real food. Yeah, like so they was, had to start hunting whatever they could to yeah. eat.
1: It was so late in the winter yeah. and they were in such a remote location. Yeah. It was extremely hard to come on any food. Yeah. So these wolves are starving yeah, and they are ready yeah. to find anything they can. And not only are they ready to find anything they can, They play with their food. Oh, they do play with their food. And they are tracking these guys Mm -hmm. and waiting for the perfect moment. Almost like the only way that you're going to taste the way that I want you to taste is if you're just the right amount of afraid. Yep.
0: you got to have that right (laughs) amount of fear and you are my, you are my supper. Because like, what's so crazy too is that they were actually taking them down one by one too. Yeah, they were. They were just discarding them one by one by one. Like, no, like, they weren't getting them together. They were getting them alone. Yeah. A pack of wolves were, like, separating the men yeah. every time. and
1: slowly. Just eating just... at
0: the group until there was, like, nobody
1: left. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. And slowly, you just watch everybody just through one means or another. Yeah. Whether they're eaten by wolves. Or they hurt
0: themselves where They still end Um, up
1: getting eaten by wolves. The worst was when the guy falls down the tree. Yep. When he does the jump and then he goes down and it's just like boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. And the craziest thing is he hits the ground he's still alive. Yep. And And then then, the wolves get him. Yep. And you're just like, oh, this is horrible. Yes. But like... Absolutely fantastic! Yeah. I highly recommend yeah. going and finding this movie yeah. as fast as you can. Yes, watching it.
0: This one is a true like winter horror like that it one is, is, and it's like the um like ambiance of it, and like and I say ambiance, but it's it's true. Yeah. It's the same thing that we said that we need to do for uh the other movie where you just turn off the lights, man. You got to get that same yeah. ambiance because it is a. To me, it's a cool cinematic experience with yeah. doing it like that. So get the tone of the movie yep. and you it will take you for a ride. Yep. That's what I would say. So I loved it. I absolutely
1: loved The Grey. I did too. I thought this was like one of those movies that it was just like, I was like, I don't know how I slept on this movie yeah. the way that I did. Yeah. Because like, I saw it when it came out. I mean, me I, I, Like this was actually one of the movie one of the uh, first times I got to work on the Thursday shift where okay. we would project mm-hmm. all the films. Mm-hmm. And... This was like one of the first ones we did. And I saw it then.
0: Yeah, it just really
1: didn't. It didn't stick with me for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Watching it this time, I was like, "Oh, this one, <laughs> it just stuck." Yeah. Uh, our next film and our next to last film, yeah, is 2018's Arctic. Yeah. Directed by Joe Penna, uh, written by Joe Penna, and Ryan Morrison. It has a very, very, very small cast. Yeah. Of M- Mads Mikkelsen, my dude,
0: mm-hmm. and Maria
1: Thelma. Uh, some Sam Tiore. I'm sorry. I know that I just butchered her name too. Yeah. But um, this is just one of those movies that is like, yeah. I did, this actually kind of goes to what we were talking about earlier with yeah. Centigrade. Yeah. This is the movie that oh, I'm kind you're of like. Right. I watch this and I'm like, I get yeah. this. Yeah. This is the one that I get. Yeah. Where I'm like. Yeah, no, I like because yep. this is is process, mm-hmm. and it's just breaking everything down mm-hmm. in this way. Where it's just kind of like, how do I get us out, out of here? here?
0: Yep. How do we and survive this? And then he had to drag a person along with him. That
1: was just she like was me. like,
0: you remember? Yeah. And then he had to leave her at one point. At
1: one point, he leaves her. He almost leaves her for dead. Yeah,
0: and then he comes back and for then her.
1: just at just couldn't yeah. do it, mm-hmm. despite the fact that he now had even more broken bones yep. than he had to contend yep. with while he was dragging yep. her. Yep
0: oh because you remember he kept dropping her down the mountain he was like running yeah. out of energy he was tired yep but he was like his plane had went down yeah in the middle of like where i don't even know in, where in the
1: middle of the arctic yeah, yeah his, his plane like,
0: went down of course like arctic what
1: oh no no, no man. Yeah. i know Yeah. Mean, that, that was i was just like it's that skeet, yeah, remote remote, scary yeah. Like, you don't even know where they are No. you're just kind of like no they're just in the arctic yeah they like, just in general <laughs> and he was able
0: to live for a while because you remember he was sleeping inside the plane he was fishing he would create those little holes and he would fish in the water and then he would uh eat his fish and he would uh create uh little pockets every time he would um how what he would do he would reserve on his gas with certain things You remember and then he would the times he needed it he um fed her because the helicopter went down she was a rescue helicopter that's what was so crazy she was like she was a rescue person in a helicopter, yep. and the helicopter went down, and then he ended up having to rescue her. Yep. So that's wild.
1: It, it really was, and, like, some of the stuff that you see them have to him have to go through, and this is another situation, too, where it's, like, there's a moment with food. Yeah. We are just, like, that looked so yeah amazing. The moment where he, he finds a pack of ramen. Yeah. That she had. It's yep. just regular. Yep. One dollar. Yep. You know, dry, dry ramen. ramen. Yep. And he boils a little bit of water with his gas. Mm-hmm. And he takes some of the fish that he had been storing up. Yep. yep. And he cuts it up and throws yeah, it in
0: there. Yeah, we was like, that and looks
1: good. We were sitting there watching it like, that actually was amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it made us actually want yeah. to go and get some fish. Yeah. And some <laughs> ramen. And some <Yeah>. <laughs> put it together. We were like, that looks so good. And you're you're just kind of like, wow, Like they did such a fantastic job yeah. with this. I mean, it really is one of those movies that you watch and you go how do they, how yeah. do they pull this off? Like, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And then you realize, well, it's because you have Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. It's, and he's such an engaging actor to yeah. sit there and watch him. And you know, he's been on record saying that he likes playing bad guys. Yeah. And because the bad guys oftentimes in movies have a little bit more meat yeah. to them than the, the good guys do. Yeah. But this was one of those movies that you watch and you realize that like when he plays sincere mm-hmm. and when he is playing a, a heroic character, yeah, you feel yeah. all of that anguish that goes yeah. with doing a heroic deed. Yeah. And you're just like, wow.
0: Yeah. This is and that didn't have a lot of, that didn't have like, like no dialogue. Almost no dialogue.
1: I that loved it. That so was awesome and because
0: you just had to experience yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it was just process. Yeah, it was just,
0: whoa. And you are just kind of like
1: there with them. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I've noticed that we've been kind of trying to find things to strip away dialogue. Yep. Like more and more. I and noticed more. that
0: and we've been and like we've been enjoying yeah. that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're just like, because I don't want to like, hear anybody talk. You know why? Because like
0: <laughs> it's hard to ruin it if it doesn't have the it bad is. dialogue. It then is. it's hard to ruin it. It is. You know, if you just give me pictures, if you just give me visuals, yeah, I can like see it and be like <gasps> yeah. like and I you know what I mean? Like I can be engaged yeah. in it. But sometimes dialogue like ruins
1: it can, yeah. the
0: visual. It ruins the world that yeah. you created for me. Sometimes if the if, if the dialogue does not match the beauty of the visuals to me, yeah. sometimes it can ruin it. Yeah. So sometimes lately I've been liking things where there's minimal dialogue. Yeah, me too. because it, I now I'm engulfed in the experience and I'm now taken into that world and your dialogue is not ruining it. Yeah. It's and, not ruining
1: it. And I think that like the purest cinema that you can find is cinema that has no talking. Yeah. And I, I, because it's just the image. It's yeah. just what you're going to show me. Yeah. So whatever you show me, that's, yeah. that's all I
0: have to go on. Yeah.
1: I love that. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. And our last movie, we saved the best for last. Yes. Time. Our last movie is 2018's Alpha.
0: Yes. This
1: was a movie that we totally ignored when yeah, it came out. we did. And we, we slept on it. On it was completely <laughs> slept on this one, and just on a whim threw it on. Yeah, watched it. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Albert Hughes of the Hughes brothers, who did Menace to Society and Dead Presidents. Mm-hmm. Um, written by Danielle Sebastian, White and Helped. I yeah, yeah butchered that one. <laughs> Story by Albert Hughes, and um, essentially it stars Cody Smith McPhee. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty much.
0: This is like twenty years later. Yeah,
1: it, it's it's. You know, the same kid from the road yep. is now all grown. Yep. And he's now going to go on a journey of his own with another wolf. Yeah. Like, bringing the wolves back. Yeah,
0: bringing the wolves back.
1: And this is just a cool movie. Yeah. This is beautiful. This yes. is cool. I can rewatch this one me too. any day of the I week. I can
0: watch it. I can rewatch this one.
1: This was just like... I did not know that we were going to see the movie that we saw when we put this on. (laughs) And it's, like, really short, Yeah, it's short. It's, like, 96 minutes. Yeah,
0: that's it. An hour and 36 minutes.
1: And you're just swept up in this Mm -hmm. epic journey.
0: And they barely have any dialogue in that one either. Almost no dialogue. And all you see is this beautiful, like... Just white land wants to become snow, and then it's it's just. And I even have to say, it, it's a beautiful desert. lands when yeah. it's like when it's not cold, and then when it got cold, it was just like this beautiful yeah. just covering of white. Yep. I love that you could see the aurora in the sky. Even if you could see yeah, the, the aurora, Morales, yeah, yeah, you the could northern see, lights, yeah, yeah. The northern lights. You could see like it was just a beautiful, yep. beautifully filmed movie, as well as what was going on in it. Yeah, because this was some guy that like he had to learn how to become a man. You remember like his dad took him out to hunt and to like go with them to find food and stock up for the winter. Yep. And he got separated from the tribe. Yeah. So it was, a, it and was a
1: awesome. And it takes place, you know, in a prehistoric time during, you know, the the final ice age. Yeah. The
0: final and ice. So yes.
1: It's like you, you're kind of like with these people that are starting to figure out civilization to mm-hmm. some degree. Mm-hmm. And this kid is is on his walkabout to become a man. Yep. His first big hunt. Yep. And on his first big hunt, they go and they're trying to take down these. I think they're buffalo. Yeah, they're
0: buffaloes. They're yep. trying to
1: take down these buffalo, and one of them rears back around and hits him. Yep. And go goes hauling off and accidentally drags him. Yep. Off of the side of the mountain. Yep. And the father, his father is pretty convinced he's dead. Yeah. And he's looking because down at him.
0: remember because he could see him on the edge because. The buffalo took him down, but he didn't say stuck to the buffalo. So the buffalo died, but the boy actually was on like a ledge further yeah. down. But because there was nowhere where you could climb down and back up, no. he was just kind of like stuck.
1: Yeah, and he was down there, knocked unconscious, knocked
0: unconscious. Yeah, and
1: like they, the dad, the crazy thing is, if the dad and the group had stayed there overnight. But yeah. for like a little bit longer yeah they, they would have seen, seen him, see him w- up. yeah
0: they would have seen him wake up but yep. they
1: they leave and then of course because mm-hmm. why wouldn't it happen this way as soon yeah. as they leave he wakes up and yeah yep. he's just like wait where am i yeah and, and the, then, the
0: dad mourns for him and build that burial site he mm-hmm. brings the little rock of memorials and yeah. stuff like that rock memorial he builds for him and then i think he has to fall into then he falls into the water and he climbs back up there or something yeah. like that
1: and, and so like and then after that he Starts on his journey. He's mm-hmm. injured. Yeah. He's like broken, I think, like his foot or his ankle yeah. or something. Yeah. Like you said, he had to fall into the water just to get off of there. Yep. And then starts his journey and along the way he meets this injured wolf. Yes. And that But injured... the
0: wolf originally was trying to like eat him. Yeah. They originally was
1: trying to eat him. And then there's that one that gets injured that he ends up he can't leave him behind. He's, he's still got too good of a heart from yeah. the road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he still carries got over. Good of a heart and he picks up this wolf and carries him into a cave. Yeah, nurses him back to health. health. Yep, and then they wind up becoming. And you you called it out too when we were watching you it. It's very close to Primal, the, yep. the animated show, yep. which is a fantastic yep. show. The like Genie Tarkovsky, and it's very close to that. that like he nurses this wolf back to yep. health. The wolf's name is Alpha. Yeah, and after that, like they just become. Come. Like the best of yeah, friends. Yeah, and they
0: come inseparable because you remember at one point, um, the pack of wolves find. Yeah, and the twist at the end, yeah. of course. I'm gonna go ahead and, and yeah. spoiler alert. The twist at the end is that it's actually a she yeah, right. yeah. wolf. It's not yeah. a male wolf. It's a she wolf, and she gets
1: pregnant later. Yeah.
0: Um, and so she, she
1: literally leaves him to go and get pregnant. Yeah, to go and mate. Yeah. She leaves
0: him to go and mate. Yeah. And then she comes back. And um, she stays with him the remaining of the time, and that was just such a—it's a such an awesome love like friendship movie Mm -hmm. between like man and animal.
1: It's like one of the greatest buddy movies I've ever seen. I mean, it's like we seem to lean into buddy movies whenever we find a really good one, whether it's some like It Hot or, you know, like any of the, you know, even some like The Nice Guys. Yeah. Anytime we find a really good buddy movie we seem to lean into it, this is one of the best
0: ones. Yeah, it's one of the best ones.
1: Like, I really adore this movie. It was so just
0: beautiful and subtle and soft and just, it was so, it told a story just by visuals. It really
1: did. And like, one of the things that I thought was incredible about it watching it was that you, you see, like, as it goes on, the moment in which, like, Cody Smith-McPhee can know... Like, he, he really doesn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. You see, like, that he learned how to sustain himself mm-hmm. with a family that he created on his own. Yeah. And then you actually see the separation anxiety that happens when that family disappears. Yeah. And that kind of layering Mm -hmm. of the character I thought was fascinating. Yeah. Because it really kind of added something else to that movie that by all accounts really did not have to be there.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, this movie was it is set up all the way around to basically be almost like that movie that we couldn't finish, 10,000 B.C. Yeah,
0: yeah, we could not even... Oh, and, man, and we only saw, what, the first, like, 15 minutes? Yeah, I mean, it was we, like, we no gave up way. on that really quick. Yep, yeah, That was a, a hard note. Yeah, that was a note. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as we were watching this movie, like, in the first, like, 10 minutes, you really don't know no, how this is no, going to pan out. No, and but to me, it, the visuals and what they were doing was interesting. I was yeah. like, okay, I just want to
0: see... It was, what this story of this journey for this boy is going to be Yeah, like.
1: like, it was very pretty. Yeah. And so that that helps you along. Yeah. And like you said, I think the one mm-hmm. good thing about it was because there was so little dialogue. Yeah. You didn't have the 10,000 BC reaction. Where yeah. It, that was, like, the first, like, 15 minutes they assault you. Yeah. With the amount no. of, like, awful dialogue Di- that occurs. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. With this one, it was very smart. They were kind of like, no, we're going to keep it very... Yeah. Very minimal, Mm -hmm. and so you're you're kind of watching it like this could go either way, yeah. Yeah. And you're really waiting for the story to kick in because you're like, this could go either way. It's really pretty to look at, but it could. But this could end up turning out really bad. Yeah, like this could end up turning like ten thousand BC meets Castaway. Yeah, like just not good. Yeah, and then it doesn't go that way. It goes in the opposite direction where it's like this is just a fantastic. Story that really kind of like grips you and pulls you through. Yeah, and I—that's I, what I love. And about I
0: him. loved it, and I loved it because on that journey of him getting trying to get back to his tribe, he he finds the like the the man in himself. Oh yeah,
2: I he mean he grows
0: up a lot. He has to like fight things. Mm-hmm. He has to like contend with nature. Yeah, he has to make sure that he stay fed, and then he feeds the wolf that he yeah. now has like been like following him yep. and all that stuff. So he had to contend with so much, and yeah. then. He made it through that. How could he not now be alpha? Yeah. How could he not now exactly. be exactly?
1: And like one of the things I loved is the fact that throughout the entire movie, because technically
0: the woman is my alpha.
1: No, it turned no, out to be a girl. Yeah, she was, yeah. So
0: she's not even alpha. Yeah.
1: So it's like her name but, is Alpha. Yeah. But you they, thought. They, yeah.
0: You thought that they, that was, that was, was an why, alpha, yeah. but no. No, See, it was a woman. Yeah, but then she's you know,
2: omega. she was an omega.
0: <laughs> but you know what's so funny? <laughs> is that later. And not even later, this is the very end of the film, mm-hmm. is that when you see them walking in the, after the babies are born and mm-hmm. stuff like that, who's in front? It was him. Yeah. You remember he was leading the entire... Yeah, he
1: was. Yeah, he's he's taken over for his father. Yeah, he
0: leading the entire yeah. pack.
1: Like and One of the things I loved is that throughout the entire movie, they do something that I usually hate movies and actually worked here. Mm-hmm. Which is going back to the same thing that's ticking in his head, yeah, the entire time, which was overhearing his mom, yeah, in the tent, you yeah. know, the, the the day before he went out for the big hunt with his because dad because
0: he was sheltered,
1: yeah, his, and she his, babied him. She did. She babied him, yeah. and so did his dad. Yep. You know, and it was an interesting thing that you already saw the dynamic mm-hmm. at that time. Of course, this is all you know, like fiction, but you know, it's like. The idea of putting in the dynamic, even at that time, of a father saying, the reason I work is so that my son doesn't have to.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The reason that I work as hard as I do is so that my son doesn't have to deal with how I grew up. And that that can be present even during the last ice age. Oh, man, yes, because you know why? (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're completely right. And I
0: agree because... As much as that, he took the son out to hunt with him. Yeah. you know, he ended up having to go on his own journey that made him a man. Yeah,
1: because like his his dad couldn't really teach it to him because his not dad, in that way. He had no. to
0: like actually just go yeah, like because, by circumstance, by situation. Yeah. He ended up in. He had to learn by himself. Yeah, and
1: like that was the thing that I thought was really really cool about it yeah. was like watching it and going like wow, so like yeah, that, that's really interesting that like they would actually break it down that way where. His dad yeah, took know, him his, out to teach him, yeah, but then he ain't having and, to learn. All and stuff. like he, when you see the interactions with him and his dad, he they're always frustrated with each other. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, this isn't working because
0: the, you could tell that the you could tell that Cody Smith, McPhee like character was more like, but I don't have to be like this. Yeah. And then dad was like, but I need you to take over someday because I am the leader of this tribe. So there's like this conflict
1: there, yeah, this unspoken conflict of Mm -hmm. like, you know, he wants his son to, you know, like become like the new alpha Mm -hmm. and his son is sitting there doing exactly what his dad told him to do. Mm -hmm. He's not working as hard because he doesn't have Have to. to. And then like you said, like the moment that he, you know, almost dies and gets separated. And he does have to go on it. Then he does. He doesn't have a choice. He has no choice.
0: Be the leader of his own one
1: wolf pack. (laughs) It seemed like like
0: it, it seemed like that's the journey he needed to go on to truly lead other people. Yeah. Because I was just like, whoa! You think you're going to learn like leadership or having to be the leader or having to be someone everybody else looked up to one way, yeah, or another way than you expected, and all of a sudden life takes you on this totally different path. Of you was like, I never thought this is how I was going to learn anything. Yeah. I yep. never thought this was going to be my lesson. Yeah. Like I thought I was going to learn a way I, and let's just say it the way I chose to learn it. Yeah. And no, that's not how life works at all. Yeah. You do not learn the way you learn it. Cause if nope. you learned the way you wanted to learn it, you wouldn't learn nothing. Yeah. So that's why I was like, wow. So yeah. that was a big thing for me. That was my favorite of all the ones we just talked about. Yeah. That was mine actually too. my
1: favorite. That's the one that out of this entire list that I'm I mean, obviously Thirty Days Night I'll rewatch mm-hmm. over and over again. But
2: yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> it's like I said, the first time I saw it, I was yeah. like watching this movie for the rest of my yeah. life. But like <laughs> Alpha is the one out of here that was like yeah. the one that it's interesting because this is It's the, the least, least h- horror centric yeah, of, of them. them. But was the one that did the most to me emotionally in yes. terms of like, I was genuinely scared for this yeah. kid and for the wolf yeah. at multiple times throughout yep. the whole entire time.
0: Yep. Cause you remember one time something tried to get them and break through the ice, the, the saber. Yes. Yeah. tried to break through and get them. Yeah. Was, and then the wolf fought him. She was a wolf. She was pregnant. She fought him. Like, yep. I was like, oh, goodness, this is amazing. Like, it's such an it yep. was just amazing. That was, that's when I say these things are cinematic experiences for me. Yep. They're not just movies. They're cinematic experiences. Yep. And that's, those were my favorite types of movies that were in there cinematic yeah. or my favorite types of film yeah are when they are very cinematic yeah and to me that was a cinematic experience, really, just like the gray yeah and stuff like that those were very cinematic
1: it really was and that was that was probably the one that um pro- it was also interesting that it did the most with kind of like mm-hmm. okay yeah we're gonna be a surplus movie that also yeah. doesn't go too far
0: got you where yes. it's
1: like they used every tool in the tool yeah. for this one yeah yeah but it doesn't it, overdo it either no, because it doesn't overstay its welcome. No. It knows how long it needs to yep. be. It knows how much we and need it for everything. It told the
0: story it needed yep. to tell and it, it put its cross, yep. uh, this point across. It got its point across and it was perfect. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was kind of like a fantastic meal in the sense that, you know, you can go and sit down at a really, really fancy mm-hmm. restaurant and they bring you your your plate and you're looking at the, at the portion size yep. and you're like, I'm going to, we're going to have to stop at like Somewhere Yo, else on the I way home. This after. Because, like, this is nothing. Yeah. And then you eat it and you're full. Yeah.
0: Hey, but you and, thought you and, weren't going and to be. You thought
1: that you weren't going to be. Yeah. you like, this is a tiny portion size. And then you realize you're like, no, it's. They actually made it correct. Yeah, because it was the that's, right amount
0: and it was the right kind of food yeah. that made it great. And, and
1: you realize you're like, oh, okay, no, sorry. That's my bad. Yeah. I'm the dumb one here. <laughs> you know what you're doing. And it's always good when you're watching a movie and you get that feeling of yeah. like, I'm in the hands of a real professional. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, sorry. No, go about your business. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> and yeah, it was thoroughly enjoyable. It was. It really was. It was the most inspirational thing for me. I was like, yeah, "Oh, he yeah. overcame that." Man. Yeah, you
1: do like you do kind of want to go out and just like you know really like yeah. conquer somebody. Yeah. <laughs> conquer- <laughs> I mean something. I know on. what. what? what? <laughs> no, but um, yeah, that was definitely my favorite. Also, yes. Well, you got anything else? No,
0: that was our big list. Yeah. We had to kind of like shorten everything because we had yeah. such a long list. We had like 12 movies we, we talked about yeah. because we watched a lot during this like cold season. We
1: did. Yeah. yeah. This has been kind of the time we've like really, really yeah. been kind, kind of hibernate a little stuff. bit. And yeah. kind of. <laughs> yeah. But um, thank you all for listening. I'm Scott. And I'm Brittany. And this is the Film Cafeteria. We hope you go and enjoy some uh, ice cold horror movies. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>